What's good, Interweb? This is a little pre-introduction to episode 21. It's a long one, guys, so brace yourselves. It goes for three hours. It was done in the wee hours of the morning. Towards the end, you'll hear the two hosts get a little bit from tipsy to drunk to speaking fluid braille. But stick it out. There's a few expletives, so if you don't like expletives, just listen to it on mute. That's the best way to do it, guys. Enjoy episode 21. of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GK and F. Stand by for live broadcast. Ooh, jumbo interweb. Welcome to GKNF episode 21. Got any blacker? <laughs> yes. Today, what an aptly named uh, episode. Isn't it, F? And as always, F, you're, you're sitting beside me. And that candid laughter in the background is our special guest today, which we'll get to before we get some... We'll get through some formalities uh, at GKNF on Twitter. Father Facebook is working title. Working title Facebook. And always remember, Twitter is G-K-A-N-D-F. And hit us up on iTunes, review us, subscribe, give us max likes. As always, it helps. It, It helps us climb up the rankings. It helps us bring this to your ear holes. <laughs> yes, and it's great to be in your ear holes. And I just want to bring someone else into your ear holes. <laughs> it's uh, one of our very good friends, one of my best friends of my whole life. Oh, and, thanks. And his name is Jay Smith. My man, welcome to GKNF the podcast. You, Yeah, bros. Dude, thank you for coming out today. My pleasure. Big, big ride on the motorbike. How was that? Covered out sketch? Uh, it was... <laughs> No, it was good. I just had a big day at work, so it was like no downtime, straight on the bike, and then fucking out here. It was it was good. We just got through the little bit of a dodgy patch because I've been fucking riding every day to work, which is about eight minutes, and then doing an hour and a bit ride out, out west is, is a bit different, but no, nah, it was good. We, to, to give some background on Jay, he's been... Like I said, great mates of ours. He's one my oldest mate in the world. I've I've known Jay since I was five, five years old. Kindergarten, and so, so, kindergarten, and so, and Kinder it, Kinder Red. It was Mrs. Uh, Johnson. Kinder yeah. Red. <laughs> yeah. Not Shout to, out to Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. Not to, and not, if only Mrs. Johnson could see you right now, Jay, <laughs> she'd be so fucking stoked. And not to piss in someone's pocket, but Jay at Jay Smith Tattoo, which we'll plug a bit later, is. In my, uh, I guess, eyes, one of uh, one of the sort of uh, best uh, tattooist artists in in the country, and that's my opinion. I'm the only, I'm the only one you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> my, my second my second one is um, all the guys off Miami. So it's a it's a very wide spectrum across the globe, but it's sort of we've. Throughout your sort of life, that's what you've you've been striving for, and a watch over you. And I only noticed the other day on Instagram was your eight years of actually doing doing tattooing, and that's something that I get far and I are both super proud of. Sort of stuff you do, and not not this Absolutely. to be a sort of 
you know, piss in your pocket trumpet. You're sort pissing, of you're pissing my pockets are filling up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but they're your full, dude. Stink. And <laughs> the stink of piss. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, no, eight years was eight years was yesterday. Um, it's weird when you think about it. How how I don't know how long it's been, but it doesn't seem that long at all. I guess it's with any fucking career. It is, but the, like the progression that from you from going, this is what I want to do. Yeah, to, it's not like a job where you go, I want to be in a you know electrician or a brickie or a teacher. No, and but I'm like, gonna go no, in- but I think every trade has its as its things. Like I, it was just a bit of a, a dream to sound cliche as fuck, but I'd finished sort of traveling and shit. Not finished. The the goal was like traveling a lot. You you came mm-hmm. over like that. Like I was a Sparky back then, straight out of school, and then we decided to travel and all that sort of shit. And then we we did a bunch of traveling through Europe and fuck heaps of other places. And then I was like, all right, don't want to do Sparky anymore. I think I'm gonna you know head towards the tattoo sort of genre of stuff. And this is a super long story short. Decided to go. All right, we haven't, we haven't been to Canada. That seems like a fucking rad place. Um, let's go to Canada. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> let's go to Canada and be a tattoo artist. That sounds sick. So is it just? But, it, but it, is it one of those things where, like, you obviously knew what you want to do. So if if you just say, "I'm going to do it," I'm just going to do it. Put it out to the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I guess just super young, naive as fuck. Just like, all right, I'm going to go to Canada. I know anywhere in there. Nah, I'm just. There's a good tattoo scene. There's a good music scene. I want to do some more snowboarding. Vancouver sounds pretty rad. Let's do that. And back then, Facebook was was going on in MySpace, and I just tried to find tattoo shops and shit on MySpace and, and Facebook and was like, all right, and just sort of fucking looked up a few people and was just sort of seeing what was out there and messaged a few people, but that didn't really... Then just, just ended up in the city with me and the missus and was like, all right, and then just rolled around the tattoo shops asking for apprenticeships yeah. <laughs> with a shit fucking portfolio. He's <laughs> like, I'm fucking rad at drawing. I'm fucking killing it. And you go to take his portfolios and the dude's faces are just like, Ugh, um, maybe come back in about fucking 20 years, you dickhead. Because <laughs> I remember when we were in high school, we would have been about year eight and we used to do English together. And your diary... <laughs> your diary... You bring up a fucking diary. <laughs> your diary... Was filled with the best Mortal Kombat <laughs> pictures I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that I still have those diaries, and they're fucking horrible drawings. Hey, do you remember on the side of the diary we used to do these little like flip motion, um, like a skateboard guy doing <laughs> mad kick flips? Where, yeah. yeah, when you flip through your diary, you get to see like I remember. <laughs> did you have like the skateboarder do a, like a kick flip, come down the hill, and, like punch someone's head off? Like, <laughs> I don't know. There, there could have been any one of two hundred fucking. <laughs> Adolescent young kids who have nothing else to fucking do. Yeah, only in a boys' school because yeah. if, it was, if it was at a co-ed school, it could have been more. Yeah. I don't know, more erotic to, to like a teenage boy. <laughs> who We're fucking like, knows? Because we, just... we never went to school with chicks. <laughs> yeah, we had no what the idea. fuck were they doing? <laughs> so when you go to this place in Canada and they finally go, yeah, all right, your portfolio doesn't suck too hard. Like uh, it, was, it, was, it was a weird. In hindsight, the weird one. A lot of the reputable shops, which are still fucking doing awesome now. Um, they were a couple of dudes were just like like no like you sort of have potential but Go like, work yeah on your like, craft yeah a like bit. and and because I only had a two year working visa, um, that was a big sort of no no because basically to get an apprenticeship, you need to be working for at least a year or two. Every tattoo apprenticeship is fucking way different, but you need to be basically they're teaching you a craft for free most of the time, mm. 
and then they need to make their money back in in a certain amount yeah, of yeah. fucking time. So like so, 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 so they teach. So I get to the country. I've got three months of looking for a job. Then essentially I have lesser time, so they teach me for a year, and then I only have a certain a amount year of fucking, to make them money. Yeah, to make them yeah. money, and then fuck off with the trade that they've taught me. So it wasn't it wasn't a real good sort of deal for like the Any like shop. good shops. Yeah. But um, I found a real small shop um, called Capstone Tattoos, which is run by it was owned by a bloke and then run by a different guy, and the guy who ran it, the head tattooers. In hindsight, is a fucking idiot, but I saw some tattoos that he did, and basically I thought, all right, so he's he's all right. I'm going to get tattooed by him and sort of create a relationship, you know, create a relationship and that, and sort of let him know that I am looking for an apprenticeship, and that was sort of the go to to get get tattooed, and then you sort of get into it, and then they, you know, you start scrubbing tubes and doing all the fucking dirty work, and then eventually start to learn how to tattoo and that. And the apprenticeship was because of my time there. It was it was fucking fast forward. Was it compressed? Like like, oh fuck, big time. Like to the point where it probably fucking shouldn't have been. But I'm here now. But you know, it's one of those things. It's like you. I was talking to talking to one of my mates yesterday about on the eight year bullshit. It's like awesome thing about tattooing is if you speak to any tattooer out there, every single one of their journeys journey. Yeah. Journey is very, very American. Journey. <laughs> Everyone's fucking journey is totally fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, you could write a fucking book on just that. Just people's, because it's so fucking different. So my journey compared to someone else's is totally to, to where they get, you know? Is it because it's one of those things where it's, it's not standardized? It's like you don't need a license. Oh, do you well, need you a do. license? Well, you, you do now in, in New South Wales, Queensland. I think it's coming into Melbourne. But. It's a total fucking cash grab of the government. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that shit because it's it's it's, it's a, this. They sort of took on certain certain protocols that they wanted to. Basically, it's a big cash grab from the government, and they they tried to sort of weed the fucking bikey or the underground sort of criminal activity out of it. But they just did it in a real bitch way, opposed to just arresting people or doing something about. So they affected the actual industry and people within the. Yeah, industry. Yeah, so so basically, we just pay seven hundred bucks for a three year license, and there's no fucking. In I th- I think in an ideal world to have a license, like I don't I don't know it's it's tough. There's, there's so much huge debate in the tattoo community about it. I think shop owners and stuff should possibly have a fucking have some sort of background check and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, but as a as an upcoming tattooer, I reckon you should have a you should do your um, fucking <laughs> like apprenticeship. Yeah, like a like apprenticeship, um, but not a government sort of standardised apprenticeship. You should yeah. have to do yeah, courses yeah. and stuff, yeah, yeah. such as cross um, cross contamination mm-hmm. and things to do with like the actual like health side of like things, hygiene yeah. and all yeah, that. Sort all of, that's yeah. all that sort. Of, you should have to do that, and then you learn your your craft through someone who is obviously got you know got their license but it, it's 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 tough like i said it's widely debated and it's only been like the to get a tattoo license in new south wales it's only been for the last three four years now i've just yeah. applied for my new one i'm waiting on that but all it is is just writing paperwork are you affiliated with these people and they have an example of all okay. these people blah 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 blah, blah. so is it fueled you, by the whole um bikey kind of tattoo affiliation is that what it is is that what drove it I, I don't know. I think they just. I think they just did a bitch move to try and 
to to make a move on biker gangs or whatever, opposed to just sort of tackling it. Head on, like, head on, head on. This is yeah. what we're doing. This yeah, is what yeah, we're like, like, yeah. like, we're being transparent. Like, this is what we're like, trying so, to do. So, so you got so like one of my mates who I used to work with, like he got his license refused, um, because he had a criminal record, and his criminal record was he had, like, I'm not sure the schematics of how much weed you need to have to to get arrested or whatever, but they when they weigh it, they weigh the yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they weigh the weigh the sati yep. as well. Yes, and. Um, you were quite confident on that, yes, there, mate. One hundred percent. They're not. They're not weighing the drugs. <laughs> so, 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 so like, this, this is just one example. So, essentially, he got his fucking license fucking denied. Yep. Um, because he had this tiny bit of weed. It's pretty much just fucking dust, yep. like weed dust. And so he, like, legally can't tattoo in New South Wales. So his livelihood. So, so his livelihood's okay. fucked. So, mm. like, like he like, luckily he doesn't have kids or anything like that. But if you did, and there's others, there's so many fucking cases. Other blokes out there have been tattooed for twenty fucking years, and they've got a criminal record for something they did when they was fucking seventeen, eighteen, yeah. or something. And it's affecting yeah. them now. You know, like it, it's 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 poor form. And when the licenses first come in, um, like you would be speaking because you have to get your fingerprints done. You have to go through all these different little like jumping through hoops for everyone, and then you try and get a straight answer out of someone, like calling up Fair Trading or yeah. whatever. And they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about because the law is so new. You just get yeah. redirected. It's, it's just bullshit. But then, yeah, that's so, so, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, with, with tattooing, there's like that. It's like that social stigma where, okay, if, if you're tattooing, for example, there's one people must assume it's a, it's affiliated with I don't know, like criminal activity. Well, so pe- people still ask at the moment, you know, like, oh, who's the shop owned by and bullshit? It's just like it, it, it's not. It's you know there is still elements of that out there, but it's not it's not like that anymore. It's but even a concept of like someone with tattoos, right? If you wanted to get into an establishment, like yep. um, there's that uh, oh, yeah. stigma they still accept. <laughs> yeah, with. that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, fuck, we were in Melbourne the other month, and me, Arma, and Smith went to the casino to just to fucking have a few drinks and finish. episode three and episode five. <laughs> <laughs> just to have a few drinks and like you know like finish the night off or whatever, and um. Roll through the front entrance and like smitten fire, you know, they're just normal looking dudes and then they're fucking me. Just dads and shit. <laughs> you know, and, and just walking through polite and shit, but they're like, Sorry mate, you need can you um, come here? Yep, of course, no worries. And they're like, Oh um can't let you in sort of because your tattoos and I was like, mate, I'm just here with mates from Sydney, just looking to have a few more drinks, blah blah blah. Just trying to have a good time, man. And, and, and there was yeah, and there was two fucking security guards there with me at the time. And I was just nice and polite. You, fuck you learn at our age it's no use fucking Yeah, you're not winning. Yeah. There's a, there's no use arguing or anything. Yep, yeah. sweet, no worries. It's like, you know, just tell me if you're drinking all right, like and they're like, Oh, we need to see your tattoos. I've got tattoos on my head and shit. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then like, Oh, we're just talking upstairs and they need to check out your tattoos. Can you mm-hmm. Can you face this camera? Can you face this angle? And I was just fucking like this <laughs> fucking paraded monkey, just like, uh, uh, which which camera you want me to look to now? Well, maybe they were just fans, and they were like, just really want no, to capture like, it. Oh, that's as, good like, like, as, as this as this is fucking happening, like three more security guards come down, three more, and I had to wait there for I don't know. It seemed like fucking forever. It was probably like 10, 15 minutes, and just waiting. And I was still being polite, and by this time it was fucking, I don't know, heaps of, it was like something out of 300, you know, it was just, <laughs> like, <laughs> Persians were coming, 
This is like the wall of fucking security guards. And then the dude is like, yeah, mate, it's all good. You're not sort of, you're not affiliated. And it's like, sweet. And I was like, mate, what's your name? He's like, oh, why? And I go, because at some point through my night, another security guard's probably going to stop me. Like, what's your name? So I've no, so he knows I've spoken to you. And he said, his name was fucking Leon or something. And he was like, sweet. And then I went through and then we got up to the other club bit and they were like, sorry, mate, no tats. I was like, mate, I've just gone through this. Uh, I've spoken to fucking Leon. He said it's all right. And he's like, oh, no worries. So that's just that. That's how you deal with the situation. Like them making me wait there was probably also another waiting, yeah. another ploy because if I kicked up a stink, then it's easy, then, yeah, then it's easy for them to get. Like I've done, I've done security door work. It's, it's you know, you just, you, you know how to, it's just reading people. Like, yeah. But even the fact that you had to say that I spoke to Leon and he said, yeah, that's okay. Just to understand like how subjective it all is. Oh, you spoke to Leon? Yeah, you can come yeah. in. Isn't there some sort of law? If you, if well, what, you're if the, what, if what if there was fucking some bloke with heaps of tats who's heaps rich? <laughs> you yeah. know, like some celebrity or whatever. They'd be like, oh, come right this way. Did you speak to Leon? I own Leon. <laughs> do, you think, yeah. do you think like... Leon's, in- Leon's my bitch. <laughs> Ten years time though, the... That'll be but the, the amount of people that are tattooed to the clean skins now is the ratio. I don't know. So, like but the laws have changed more recently than yeah. they were before. Mm. Like, oh, you can't. I can't go into fucking anywhere on the Gold Coast, pretty much. Like any mm. club establishment, because they've got a no tattoo law. Yeah, like yeah. visible, visible, visible tattoos. tattoos. You know, it, it's it's probably like gay marriage. It's going to change soon. You know, as soon it's going to be yeah. you can pl- 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 plebiscite on tattoos. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is. But then play the plebiscite for fucking get the opinion, then go. Oh, that's a good opinion. We might do nothing yeah, with we'll, that. We'll yeah. Do what we yeah. feel yeah. like doing. We'll consider it. <laughs> 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 Fuck off. When when you first pick up the tattoo machine, how and try to do something that you can do, like you know, you can draw and you're a good artist yeah. or whatever. But you pick up the machine and you start tattooing with something that's like, and you're tattooing on a different medium, I guess, in skin and stuff. Yeah. How, like, how, like, the first one you do, how sort of scary and different sort yeah. of that go, oh, I don't know shit. Well, you think you're killing it because you're doing rad drawings, but they're shit drawings and you look back at them now, but you're like, I'm doing cool drawings and fucking doing this shit. Yeah. And then you start tattooing and you're like, holy shit, I'm the worst fucking tattoo on earth right now. Really? It's the biggest, like, Fuck you! Yeah, like you back to reality. It's like what? It's wow. like shh, back to reality, motherfucker. How? But like, wh- what is it about someone else's work? What What is it from your first one that you you created to looking at someone else's work? No, 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 no. So what? What we're saying is from going to being a good drawer, drawer. and shit to yeah. going to doing your first tattoo on skin on someone's body with it's a different, like, with not a it's, pen it's, with it's, a machine. It's, you just realize it's a totally, it's a totally different medium, different it's, style of how you do yeah, stuff uh, as well. Yeah, sort of. It's just a totally different medium. It's just like it's it's painting with oils compared yeah. to compared to drawing with a HB pencil. It's a totally different realm of shit. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you start with doing it on yourself? And that stuff? Was, that, that was that was my first tattoo. But, on, but like I said before, everyone's journey is different. Like yeah. I. My first tattoo. I didn't want to tattoo anyone until you were comfortable. Until I fucking tattooed myself and was like, "All right." But it's not like any other sort of profession. You're going to get better over if you're doing it for eight years. You want to hope you're better at it. Oh, you, of, and you, you're ha- you know, yeah, you fuck, mm. you fucking have some big time. Like I call them tattoo fucking life crises. It's like normally every sort of three years or so, you sort of hit. You know, you sort of you, you get up there a bit, and then you plateau. You plateau yeah, as fuck. Yeah. But it also depends on who you work with. If you're if you're in a, if you start off in a fucking amazing shop with some incredible artists, like they're gonna push the fuck out yeah. of you. So I've, you're I, 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 I've had a different sort of experience. I've worked with really good people, and then sort of 
sort of plateaued a bit and sort of been with other people sort of my level and then gone up a bit. And But you also have to push yourself. I think it's like anything, music, any, I think anything. You with, surround yourself with good people, yeah, like, like yeah, mental. Yeah, yeah, like but, and that's, that, that's also the reason why a lot of people do guest spots and like Instagram and Facebook. Facebook, like years ago when it first started, you sort of look at a lot of other people's artwork and mm-hmm. you like, it's like looking at a tattoo and then trying to sort of, what is it? Like backwards, backwards uh, map, backwards engineer it, you know, yeah. like how the fuck do they get that, and then yeah. try and analyze that, you know, and it's like, all right, so I need to step that up, blah blah blah. It's 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 a constant fuck. But it's like it's like anything with the arts. Like if yeah. you anything, you you got to step it up, and you got to surround yourself with fucking in, like people that you look up to. Yeah, I'm luckily like lucky enough to be working with a fucking awesome group of people who. We all do all do sort of different styles, but like everyone in the shop is incredible what they fucking do, and it it boosts you to keep pushing. Like you can't it you, dry, you, drives you to keep yeah, improving yeah, yeah. You, as well. You, you can't send out a mediocre tattoo. Like everyone's fucking over your shoulders. You 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 you're pushing yourself. When you talk about like you know in the arts and being like being creative, do you find like a tension between being in that zone? I as opposed to as opposed to having to maintain that. You know what I mean? Because okay. now it's your job. Yeah, it's it's like I I think I'm I think like with that some like some things just fucking just come to you, you know? Yeah. And as as a job, like it's it's still a job and you still have days where you're like this is a job, but it's a good fucking job. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You yeah. know, like you you've you've done it before, you know, you've played music that you've you know, you you're doing a job, but it's yeah. It's a pretty good fucking job. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's you know, it, a bad like the the only bad day you have tattooing. Well, there's a few things, but like one of the bad like you know if, it all matters to the the people you're tattooing. Mm-hmm, you could yeah. be do, you could be doing the raddest. I guess because we're dealing with general public. I think when a job any job you're dealing with general public, yeah. you're gonna have fucking yeah, days. Yeah, 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 gonna have fucking days. You know, it, it's like if you're if you're tattooing a, an awesome piece on a pretty mediocre person, it becomes a bit of a job. Yeah, right. But if they're but if you tattoo on something that's just just a cool tattoo image, maybe not too exciting, but you're still going to do a good job at it. Mm. But the person's a fucking legend. Awesome. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy day in the office. Like no, that, like no fucking dramas. Because yeah. it's one of those things where you, know you have a job where you've got to focus. Focus for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like to maintain that. Like that's a, that's a skill in itself. That's a... That's a, I don't know, a disposition. Like, being able to focus on, or focus on playing, what do you, what do you call those guys where the plane's coming in and you, you're working A the pilot. <laughs> now, the guys, the guys, sorry, the guys that coordinate when the plane's coming in and in Air and traffic out. control. Air traffic control, you know. Like I feel like one of those cunts right now. Yeah, that's what I'm... <laughs> it's the most yeah, stressful mate, job in the world, you're sweet to land. <laughs> you, you're sweet to go, but... Like that's a skill in itself. Like you can't take it back as well with those sort of jobs. Like yeah. if you're an air traffic <laughs> controller, and you go one seven four nine. You're sweet. <laughs> Fuck Emirates is there. One seven eight nine. Psych. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the term they use. Yeah, you're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, I've seen a few movies. Sweet. That's spot on. Yeah, but like the the flip side of like having focus. Right? Have you seen like um. There's these these things out there, like there's fidget spinners, but there's other- that, that's old news now, bro. Yeah, but there's this- get get with it, dad. There's, there's <laughs> another thing called a fidget cube, and it's like, and the way they advertise it is, 
if you get this fidget cube, you can squeeze, you can twist and turn oh, to improve your focus. To me, it sounds like two different things, fidgeting and focusing. Did like, you yeah. they, How did they come together? What is yeah. this, like, this dualism? Do you see what they brought fidget, fidget spinners in for? For kids with like ADHD that had to always do something? In my mind... That's like just giving them something to not concentrate on whatever the fuck they're supposed to concentrate yeah. on, though, isn't it? So whenever do they have to concentrate on the fidget spinner to get them through life? <laughs> well, it's Adam, a- you got an exam today. Hold on. Oh, three just just, just looking at my fidget spinner. Oh, three, yeah. unit, three <laughs> unit fidget spinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With fucking Mr. Hobbs. Shout out, shout out to Mr. Hobbs. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine the air traffic controller with the fidget spinner? <laughs> what in Qantas land? Sorry, I was squeezing it. I got the new one. You can squeeze this one. Fuck off. But, but that's oh, when if you, you just when dropped. you're, when you're yeah. doing something, Fizz, it's very final on the person. Does that put heaps of pressure on you uh, as a? It does at the start. I think you just grow accustomed to it, like like anything, you know. Because I imagine, like, and this is another thing. You can't take a mistake back. It's always in the back of your fucking head. But I think you get through that with a bit of confidence. Be like, I'm, I'm never going to fuck this up. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But and and like, if something, you know, if something does go a bit like awry, it's, it's. It's if if the, if they fucking move or you got do steps like, in place to cover that yeah sort yeah of and, yeah, and or yeah, whatever. yeah but I mean that never happened to me <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever moved never do you, do you find what's a, what's the longest friggin' tattoo that someone sat for that you've had to concentrate for that whole friggin' time like has someone done a massive um, back piece I, like that's uh, eight yeah, hours like, like I've done big pieces but they're normally broken up but the biggest session I've done. Would probably be. Oh, you, I think you might know him. He, oh, he, he works for Lowy. Um, Big Ben. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, he's the he's a fucking giant, and he's. I remember I drew the design up. Would be drawing like, on like, his like, arm, like drawing on someone no, else's no, back. No, he, he, he wanted a half sleeve to start off with, and I was like, "Fuck, no worries, easy." And he, he's a super nice dude, and I drew it. I drew it on an A three bit of paper. You know what A three is, yeah? Yep. Yep. So it's two A4 bits of fucking paper pretty much. It's fucking huge. I drew it on this and was like, that's 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 a fucking design, sweet. And thinking in my head the whole time, like, I'm going to have to downsize this at some point, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he rocks up and we're like, all right, so I might have to downsize this a bit. And as I've put it on his arm going, this is the perfect size. I need for to get a fucking half So you think about how big an A3 bit of paper yeah. is. Like, and that wrapped around like, his like, arm. Like fucking side, like side and long. That's how big his fucking arm was. I was like, oh man, I'm in so for a like, day. So like everyone's normal torso. So we tattooed for for about eight and a bit hours, pretty much. Like breaks in between, obviously, yeah. but like a good fucking solid eight and a half hours, and that's 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 a big session. And you you're totally mind fucked at the end of that, like just drained. Oh, it, it's it's weird. It's like you you know, saying before, I was a sparky, and at the end of a big day or any any tradie day, you you're ruined. But you sort Mentally. of you, you've got a bit of a clear mind. <laughs> In in tattoo and you, you tattoo all fucking day like if you're getting pumped like we had a flash day the other week yeah I saw that looks sick online you had it like that line what's going a flash down. day like say so well Jay can explain it because he's a <laughs> so, tattooist so 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 like so so flash <laughs> so flash tattoos are just basically um uh, like you just choose your design and you fucking get it. And so it was the eleven year anniversary. It's like some menu kind of, like on yeah, the, pretty like much. Yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. on the wall. Like say, oh, uh, nice. all right, these are fucking dick and balls. That's going to cost you one hundred and ten bucks. You know, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> It's a pretty, <laughs> pretty, like. pretty quick stencil you put on and then you can... Yeah, so, so it was 11-year anniversary of Ocean Inc. Shout out to Ocean Inc. and all the uh, mad cunts out there. Um, and 
Yeah, so we had this anniversary flash day and basically every every artist in the shop did one or two sheets and it had all little designs on stuff stuff you can bang out in like half an hour to an hour or whatever. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was like I tattooed from about eleven till about ten thirty that night. It looked like oh, you wow. were hammered. Like that I think you might have put the video up on like social media yeah, so, the yeah, line yeah. going from like the bottom of the stairs <laughs> yeah, up the street. It was yeah. like a line to go into like the most exclusive <laughs> club in Sydney sort of thing. It is a very exclusive No fuck. I flew in from fucking Brisbane that morning. So I was on tour with CJ doing the Queensland yeah. Queensland leg. <laughs> we had a bit of a three day fucking bend up Queensland and I've flown in that morning from Brisbane. Business picked us up from the airport. She drove us home, jumped in the shower, put clothes on, sort of, and then fucking drove us to the shop. And I was like, got to the shop, and there was people already down the stairs, like, all right, fuck her in for a day. Let's do it. And then, yeah, so I tattooed to about 10 30 or something. Sammy tattooed till fucking one o'clock and- in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Like 11 till fucking 1. Like, it was a huge day. It was all fuck. It was fucking awesome. It was good to see support and people's like profit on it. So was, what? It, was it just like a, like, this is obviously, it was a special day. Like, let's get as many tattoos. We're doing a flash day. As many tattoos as you can come in. You get every flash tattoos worth so much money and we'll just run them through the door sort of thing. Like, well, it, it's, it's a hard setup because obviously, we, basically, when everyone's lined out the door, we have our artists and basically you had pieces of paper with the artist and they say okay i want that and you'd be like okay that and then that would be a time and basically people would book up and then it basically fills you fills your day out so i think by 11 30 sam was fucking booked for the fucking night till one o'clock and some poor prick from newcastle someone from newcastle was in line (laughs) and and waited in line he drove from newcastle the poor cunt and got in at 11.30, he's like, want to get tattooed with Sam? And they're like, sorry, mate, booked out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that show, um, Tattoo Nightmares? I don't, like want, it- I don't want to talk about Tattoo Nightmares. No, fuck that. Is there Change such a that? thing? No, yeah, fuck. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, that, is that sort of taking the piss out of the industry, sort of shit like that? Uh, like, what, why, why, why not? Don't don't talk about it, but what is it? I, I want to understand no, what I, it I is. Just, I just tattoo shows in general can get fucking. Ah, are they not real? Uh, tattoo nightmares is one of the worst fucking ones. So so when you say tattoo shows, like um, like what what are the Ocean Inc. Ocean Inc. Ocean Inc. Is my this- shop. Is it? <laughs> that's not a show. I know. Oh, sorry, so it's a pilot. It's a, our pilot again. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. One of our ideas. Ten percent Elon. Uh, Miami. 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 So, so the first two seasons of Miami were fucking right because it was and then like because it was the fucking it was a there was a pinnacle of not pinnacle it was the fucking the first of it um, and the first two seasons would be it was it wasn't. I guess super entertaining as TV would be, but it was like it, it showed you sort of how a tattoo process went, Work, you know, yeah, like yeah. like it was like it showed him like education. Like she showed him doing stencils and how things were done, and then all good. Then by the third, fourth scene, it was just all about. Fucking- well, it's more like the backstory. Well, like was, this, was- you can't get a tattoo unless See, your dog's, dog's. That's what I don't like about that show. Dog's got not a bone marrow cancer and but like, um, shows. It just can become about the drama, it's, and the same with LA, yes. the same with LA Inc. and all and all that sort of shit. So LA Inc. was pretty cool, and they. Ellie Inc. was, I mean, on Miami, they had Chris Garver, who's yeah, who, awesome. See, so, like, who's still one of the best, best yeah. world renowned. Like, he's, his shit's so fucking tight and he's so humble about it. 
So him and then like on the LA show they had like really good artists, but it become way too much about Kat Von D and her bullshit. It was just a bit of a fucking parade. Yeah, but and then what- and then these other ones like you got Ink Masters and shit. Ink Masters is sort of entertaining because it's such fucking bullshit <laughs> that it's just like yeah, this is all right. But Tony Nightmares is fucked, <laughs> and there's an English one as well, which is the same. Where some cunt comes in and is like, I got this shit tight, and it's my fault. But can you help me out? And they're like, and they sit down and sketch designs, and then the guy goes. I want that one. That never fucking happens in any fucking shop on earth. It's like no one's sitting around doing fucking nothing. Like, we have appointments. What, what, why is there lighting here? What, <laughs> this never happens. Oh, hey. Welcome. Hi, John. I've been waiting for you. I mean, I don't know your name. Um, <laughs> fuck w- off. Would you ever go on one of those shows? Fuck I no. get the feeling it's a no. Fuck no. No. No? No. I feel like there's a... a t- <laughs> was that just like a silent after that? It was like dead silent after that. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing. That's a no. <laughs> that's what we call in the industry a firm no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a firm no. So, so they're all bullshit, obviously. So with you, so then you did this flash day and it was packed. So how long did you tell you? For, you did, what, 10 hours after being just yeah. off a play for Brisbane? Yeah, I was still in... I had to be in pump mode. It was, it was pretty fun. Dude, that flash day, that. you put up um, online um, one of the videos from the day, but yeah. the highlights real. Yeah, I didn't make that video. Oh, didn't you? No, no, that was who, who chose the song for it then? That's um, that's Nick Larder. He's Nick Larder. He's a dickhead. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's he's his manager of shop and one of um, one of my good mates, and we, me, me, him, and a few other boys sort of follow letters, lines, and like that, and Dude. and that, yeah, that. And also because now on Instagram, you guys are on Instagram, you need to get on Instagram, but on Instagram now, you can't put um, other people's music into your videos. Unless oh, really? it'll, it'll, it, 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 it'll pick it up, apparently. I haven't fucking done it because I don't That's know how to incredible. do that shit. So it'll pick it up and so you can't fucking use that. So some people slow it down a bit, but obviously Letters to Lions. Letters to Lions are a great band yeah, from Southern, 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 Southern Shire. But, um, so they're local dudes, are they? Yeah. Massive shout out because I, I remember, remember one time when you first showed me Letters to Lion, it would have been about one o'clock, and we were in Thailand after and our good mates. Up. <laughs> after our good <laughs> mates, I'll, I'll show you a song, yeah, dude. And and I heard it and I loved it. And, and like uh, like I spent a couple of months listening to that EP. Do you ever but, do you ever talk about your music on here? Um, um, we we've talked great deal, no. Because I wanted to talk about music because like that's one thing that you know. Both of us growing up together, it's like music is one of those things that we grew up in is like something that we identified with. Yeah, it, was, it was something that kind of expressed who we were, you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Oh, fuck. The other day I tattooed someone and just listened. Oh, we have music in the shop all fucking day. And just talking to someone, it was like as as a one of my general conversations I bring up just to fucking talk to people to pass time. When I'm tattooing him, is like, what sort of music are you listening to at the moment? Because that, that's a big question. But, but, you could diagnose and, and, something. And, and, and a lot of people sort, a lot of people sort of think the way I look and stuff would be like, oh, I, I like, I like heavy, heavy metal and stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool, <laughs> you know. But it's like, it's not, it's not a judging conversation. I, I just want to know what, what, because that's how we find out about new fucking music. But you're yeah. pretty eclectic in your music taste. So that's something that. That's what the people pigeon to go. I'll pigeonhole you. You listen to this heavy shit. I mean, I do listen to some heavy shit. Oh, but, you do, you but, listen to them, some stuff that is way out wait, of wait, my, wait, 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 my wait, sphere wait, of music. Give me, give me like a number with a unit of measurement. How heavy <laughs> is your shit? 
I mean, I, I just showed you, I just showed you black tongue before, and that's some heavy shit. That's about seven tons. Yeah, that's about seven but, tons but of like, heavy seven, shit. Seven but, tons but of like, double bass. <laughs> I was saying before, I went went up and hung out with um, CJ in Diada's Murder. There's a plug there. Boom. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're bombing, kicking up. They're killing yeah. Shout out to CJ. Smashing. Well done and massive congrats. You know, they're doing they're doing good. Yeah, I guess that's like when I was hanging out with them, like they're super heavy. I just read an article this morning of CJ. So he's saying like he doesn't really want to be deathcore or whatever. There's so many different cores and there's different deaths. Like I just listened to heavy shit that I like. But I went up there and had the chance to tour with them on the Queensland leg. Um, of their Australian tour on the new album and I wanted to do something like that I was like fuck I just had the idea I was like fuck that'd be something cool to do because when you were touring I was overseas so I sort of missed out on that a little bit yeah and it was like it, I don't know just be fucking something interesting and do something different and, yeah. it, and it was it was it was fucking cool and it's a, it's and, a, and, a and whole the, culture it's a vibe it's it's it's, it's definitely fucking different like, I, like it was rad like it was it was odd seeing the same, like you know, same show every night, but still being stoked and yeah. ju- and just seeing how people how people do that. In it, it's just it's just a pleasure to watch. I was saying before, it's a, it's it's a pleasure to watch fucking people doing what they do really fucking good. And be yeah. like, all right, that's fucking rad. And yeah. how many other people are fucking really stoked about it? Mm-hmm. But I, I did go to Perth with <laughs> with you once, dude. Okay, and before you even <laughs> get there, like I remember, like. Because we, we first started touring Perth, we, we, you know, we bought out our first album or, or an EP. EP. No, it was an EP. And we had um, we had our film clip was on Channel V. You know, it was a ripe clip of the week. We, it was like, and we're, we're still shit kickers. And we've always been shit kickers. But it was, it was those little things that, like, kind of motivate, it, motivate you while you're, you're slogging it. You're massively slogging it. I used, I used to wake up in the morning at 2 and work as a garbo. Yeah. And then I'd go to my other job and then, you know... <laughs> Uh, and then, and then after that, I'd go to band practice, you know what I yeah. mean, and come home and work these massive days. And yeah. it was it was a tough slog, but it's, there's something about being young and you got this energy to keep kind of thriving. And when you have those little wins, it it keeps you going. So we were in Perth, and Jay had come back from overseas. I think you had no, no, it was fucking. Oh no, maybe it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 it was. And I fucking, I rang you on Friday afternoon. Was like, because when you come back, we were like, fucking, he's back. You know, like you want to talk to each other. And I remember talking to you on the phone. It was Friday afternoon. Yeah, fuck. Friday afternoon, I was like, I thought you were local. And I was like, what's up? What's happening? What are you doing this afternoon? Want to catch up for beers? You're like, man, I'm in fucking Perth. I was like, fuck. All right. And this is when I just finished work, so I was still out, fucking Macquarie Fields or whatever. Um, building <laughs> building electrical shit and um, I was like alright fuck um, we can do this I go man I'm gonna go straight home check flights from Sydney to Perth and if they're less than 500 bucks I'm there I'll let you know and you're like yeah sweet I fucking drove I fucking raced home about an hour check flights and they're like $553 or something and I was like sorry for fuck, fuck it <laughs> I was like fuck it I just booked it and I was like alright far I'm driving to the fucking airport <laughs> I'll see you for. I'll see you in a few hours. Jay goes. I'll see you in four hours. <laughs> it was sick, and then we rocked up. We went. Oh, I, that's when we stayed at the part house with the part bar. Remember yeah, we stayed yeah, at yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, old mate had had like it's like he's like orphan. It's like a he's, bar. He was like orphan kid. He's like the best shit. He was like fucking. What's that? Fucking. Oh, it's a dude out of home alone. <laughs> Mitch Bennett or Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> no, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Richie Rich, like a fucking Richie Rich house. Yes. It's just like, where are your parents, yes. man? You have all so this Mitch red Bennett, shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, fuck, I, stutter, uh, I trod on some toes that way again. Do you remember? No. Oh, fuck. Do you... <laughs> Is that is that where we played a show at that place, and then the guy who owned the place said, "Here's um a lot of a lot of tickets to go up to the stripper place that we also own." Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then what? Did you did you step on stripper toes? No, no, fuck, <laughs> literally. No, 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 because because we'll, I'm not going to say names. We're we'll, we'll out with people that we knew. And getting along with these dudes really good. First time I met them, fucking guys. Yeah, fucking getting along rad. And then someone, something was brought up about a girl that I'd known, not I'd known, but like I'd heard of previously. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's who such and such fucked. <laughs> not really. Not realizing that I was talking to the... To such, such and such. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't talking to such and such. I was talking to such and such's fucking boyfriend. And he was like, who did that? And I was like... I was like, old mate. And he was like, really? And then we weren't friends after that. <laughs> and then later on. I don't remember that. Oh, fuck. And then later on, again, I, I said something to one of my best, <laughs> my best mates, but I didn't know the truth about something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was jokingly saying about. Is this your defense? <laughs> Jay, no, Jay flew into Perth with his foot. In his mouth, literally. <laughs> Less no, with it I, in no, his mouth I, as well. I, I flew into Perth with fucking two massive shoes just stepping on every guy's <laughs> toes. Because then, yeah, I, I fucked one of my best mates up. I, I didn't know that he was going through something and I said something. I can't go into it. Anyway, I, I was just a total whirlwind of fuck you. And then I came home to Sydney and was like, sweet, that was cool. <laughs> So it was like the butterfly effect. So now North Korea and America. It was was a fucking hurricane. And then I came back and was like sipping on my red wine going. Was that when you would travel and you would just pop back just for a quick visit too? Yeah, yeah. From Ben overseas? Because I think you touched base on it before. You were living overseas. And we went, originally we we left the country together to do a travel in New States. 2006. Do you reckon... Like as a on a personal friggin' level, do you reckon you massively changed like from travel and like oh, experiencing fuck. shit? And yeah, yeah, of course. Like, come, yeah, and well, come well, home with a, I guess, a greater experience and a. Uh, so I don't know. Not, not to be sort of like travel opens your mind, cunts, but just no. But it does definitely. I think like definitely going through Europe and the States and just going to name drop fucking and Central South America and on like places it, just, it makes you appreciate Australia fucking heaps better definitely but just traveling in general it's some people are built for it some people aren't mm-hmm. it's not 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 being a prick or anything but like some people can do it and like I was away essentially for you know five plus almost years yep. or something like yep. that that Seemed relatively easy to me, but the end of that five a bit years. That's at, that was when I was in Canada and stuff, and the weather there was fucked. <laughs> and I was so just, just like, kind of want to come home. I don't know. And that, and that point, I was like, oh, I think it's time to go. Like, I was, I'm missing missing like all like all the guys, family, and, was, and just wanted to be like in fucking hot weather, you know. And it, like, it's so funny when you, do fl- you miss it. Went miss what traveling. Of course, but I do a little bit each year. Yeah, so, so you still got a bit of a taste. Though. So, but the thing is, when I come home after the 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 big like everything changed. Like when I come home, I was like, I think that's going to be it. You know, like that's me. <laughs> but I think once you've done that and you've seen you've seen you've seen some shit, man. When yeah. you, when you've done that shit, you yeah. you, I don't think you ever you ever 
change. I don't think you ever settle down. I yeah. think you always like I, I have itchy feet all the fucking time. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I want to travel the world. Yeah. Like I want to go to yeah. fucking Japan. I want to, but then also I want to travel all of Australia. Australia, like same. That's it's like, big- like I talk to like like some some people tattoo like European European people and stuff, and they they've done almost more of Australia than me. You know, that's yeah. a massive thing though. Like. But- Australians don't travel Australia and they'll go, oh, f- like, this, look at this massive mad church in, like, France and let's yeah. take a photo and look at, oh, look at that that lake and that harbour in Switzerland. That's a b- beautiful. And then you walk up Sydney and you go, oh, there's that and you well, just so take with it social for me- With social media and, like, there's so many good sites of all the hidden, which is good and bad, like, the national park down down my way is mm-hmm. is just a fucking shit fight on the weekend, and maybe a few years ago it wasn't, you know. But yeah. there's because like Guatemala and um, Wedding Cake Rock, yeah, in, yes, in, yeah, in the yeah, national yeah, park, yeah. and they weren't a huge thing a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm not I'm not a local by any means, but like that's blown up. So the Wedding Cake Rock, it's just a cool rock looking out over the ocean, very flat, white. Mm-hmm. But because of that many people going there, people taking selfies and all this bullshit, someone fucking died off there. They've had to put a fence yeah, up. Yeah, fence there and you can't go yeah. on they're, 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 They've had to put a fence up around Wedding Cake Rock saying, don't go behind this fucking thing. And it's like, if you're if you're that fucking stupid to fall off a fucking cliff, yeah. maybe it's just... It's just that's it's, just that's just life. Did they yeah. do that for the just? We don't need fucking fences up to say don't fall off a fucking don't fall cliff. Off a cliff. I know. Did they do that for safety or as well? I think I might have read that it was like because of like people, so many people going out for photo ops, like to put a like you know Instagram or Facebook or whatnot. It was like deteriorating the friggin' the actual. It's just a rock fucking rock, itself. man. It's just a rock. It's, a, it's, a it's rock. gonna go no matter what mm. you. No, walk but it's on a rock. Area. It'll go in about a thousand yeah. fucking years. Like, mm. <laughs> well, that one off. You know that one on uh, like hanging game, rock game of. You know the one on Game of Thrones, you know, with the Darth Rucky. So they did that famous thing and it was like a like rock. Are, are, you, are, you, are you spoiling shit for me right now? I'm up to about fucking season four, oh, of don't it, worry, I don't think. And, this, I've, and I've seen the last episode of season five. This is, this, is in, this is in episode three of season one, so you're sweet. And if you <laughs> haven't watched that, <laughs> fuck your Khaleesi's Drago dies, bitch. But the rock and it just, it was like this, like monumental thing over the sea and it was like they shot 300 in front of it and a few other things okay yeah yeah and it just like like it's a rock and it's in the ocean it's getting worn away and worn yeah, away yeah. and it become because it was on Game of Thrones it become this massive like uh, like this tourist destination people go to visit this thing and, and but people were there and this thing just crumbled into the sea it just mm. went well, bang oh yeah and because yeah, it became such a tourist destination where it wasn't before because it was on all these movies and Game of Thrones so and people shit, fucked it up people had like fucked that up and they, but there was like, 300 that motherfucker. They, yeah, they kick. It was like kick, this kick, is kick. broken rock. <laughs> but there were so many like iPhones like filming this thing because people were getting like a video in front of it that has all been captured like in real time of this thing collapsing. But even like the, the whole the, the, the time it took for it to erode, like thousands of years. You know what I mean? Like we we could say never again, even say comprehend thousands. thousands of years. Yeah, and when and when it dropped, and we the iPhones going. We saw it. <laughs> We That's saw it. it. We saw it bored. Next. I was there when Michael Bevan hit the floor <laughs> and when he dropped, dropped. But that's 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 one thing I've got to say about you, Jay. Um, is oh, yeah. like when, when growing up with you, we were both kind of like you know you grow up as as a teenager and you and some of us have that that kind of creative flair where you have this thing that you know you want to pursue yeah. and to pursue it it's it's quite um, it's difficult because. 
I guess, why is it difficult? Because it's completely against the grain. Well, yeah, it's, I guess it's, that's the arts. And the arts. Yeah. Um, but this is like, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not going out and paying your bills sort of it's thing. It's a small percentage right. that it's, makes it's, it's, it's a niche. Oh, me, me, and, me and Matt Sam talk about it. It's like, we are in a fucking, we're in a niche of a niche. Like, well, yeah, a like, percentage like, like, within like, a percentage. Like, like, we're in the fucking art world and then we're in the tattooing. It's like, I, I, I may know who some of the best... I don't know in person, but I, I know of the best tattooers in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I know them, but I've no fucking idea who the best oil painter is in the world, you know? Like, yeah. And, and on Instagram and all these things, they like have all these like little fucking clicks and stuff. And it's like, some people sometimes think they're a bit like more celebrity than what they are. It's like, yeah. You're in a fucking niche of a niche. Like, we're in, we're in the most a ridiculous job, but it's, but it's a job that's fucking like, like, I'm making a career of essentially drawing on people, you know? But, but you may be in a niche. But you're you're earning a living doing it. Well, yeah, that's, what, that saying, that, that's biggest... why I'm so fucking grateful. Like, if you saw that post yesterday, I'm saying like, any day fucking tattooing is a good yeah. day. Like, yeah. there there may be in like in in Japan last year or the start of this year, though, I was saying that tattooing could be illegal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I watched a doc. So on like, that. it's like it's like so any day tattooing's fucking rad. It's like I'm just drawing on people and getting money and paying my bills mm. and being able to have. The lifestyle that I have. If you're doing a job that can pay for your lifestyle, you're mm. fucking kicking kicking goals. Yeah, dude. I remember when you like that's like it was known like within our group of mates that you you wanted that's that was the end goal to be a tattooist. And I remember because I used to have this job where you could sort of start work at nine thirty and finish by nine forty five and probably get an episode of Lost in in there. You know somehow <laughs> that's how. And so I used to drive to your work at the time every afternoon we used to catch up and hang out yeah yeah and you used to be uh like uh spray painting surfboards like oh doing, yeah for, yeah, doing for like, a, yeah for aloha yeah for aloha surfboards you used yeah. to be doing these like uh, i remember the cash friggin yeah skull that, that, one that, and that's that's when poker was heaps big po- yeah, yeah. Just, I, I think i went What's, I, what do you mean poker uh the, like, like the boys the, 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 the boys at aloha were super into poker and stuff and like they're getting me to do boards and I was like what do you want on there's like just anything poker, but you were poker like related. spraying them like tattoo style sort of gear yeah, sort so of I, thing oh, sort of not probably not now, <laughs> not but your original, now. I'm talking about your, I'm talking about your original <laughs> shitty portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, just like spraying like shitty cool designs on them, I guess. But that's the thing, dude. Like, it's um, it's almost like the elephant in the room. Like, some people can pursue this art career, and some people won't make it. Like, to, to be honest, like for me, like I, I wanted to be able to earn an, a living. To be hundred percent honest, I think as long as you worked your fucking ass off, and then maybe not got it, you'd at least you know that. That you did as much as you could, and, that, and that's I, I you don't know. know you, ne- you never know that some some prick maybe was going to see you guys, and his car broke down, and then you didn't get that big fucking thing. Yeah, and that, but that that's the thing. That's a, it's, like you. I, I, it's I, not. I, it's not luck. I don't want to rationalize it like that, but but it's similar because it's like you were you you've been a hundred percent successful. You know what I mean? It's uh, like, yeah, it's been a fucking tough road. Definitely, but, there's, there's no. It's not a, it's not and, an, e- not an easy road by any means. But I'm so stoked to be where I am now. If I knew the end goal when I first started was now, I'd just keep doing. But uh, there's, there's some, there's some dark times there, but man. But that's, but that's what I want to ask you, right? So now you're here, yeah. Now you're here, you, you, and you've achieved this goal. At right? your place on your podcast, I've reached the fucking top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made it, baby. Yeah. But but now now you're here, like career makers and heartbreakers. <laughs> GKNF. But now you're here. It's like 
you've always got to keep pushing for something else. Like, yeah, what, what are you like for yourself right now? You know, here, here you are, you're 34. You know what I mean? Like, nah, people- man, I'm 27. <laughs> Forever. Dude, I still think I'm 18. Yeah. Like, it's only been recently. Like, I think I went out and went. I'm pretty sure we're going the high bar tonight. I, 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 I ain't, I'm not 18 anymore. No, I'm not, I'm not 18. I'm not 25. I'm, I'm pushing 40. <laughs> Yeah. So but how that, do you feel? But that's the thing, right? And and, and no, we are still young as fuck. But you know what I mean. So you, you hear now, like, what? What are you? What are you? No, for? I think I think I'm in one of those one of the not tattoo life crises, but just a I, I don't know, a bit a bit different. I'm, ne- I'm never really content. You know, I always want to sort of fucking push, do something. Like yep. even like I wanted to wanted to just move house like within the last year I was like I f- like we have a fucking great place out at Cronulla but it's like I just want something fucking different like yeah. I get sort of bored really quick things like that and like, I, I know I don't, exactly I just, what you're talking I, I, I just, about I just, I just I just want to fucking I don't know it's it's tough You lo- do you love change? definitely like and, but, and that's some people fucking struggle with that so we've got a girl at work Elizabeth Huxley May, shout out to you, love. You're bloody all shout right. Shout out to Elizabeth. Um, she's she's got two weeks left at the shop, and then she's she's moving to Melbourne and sorting out a sort of career for her there. She's like unsure what's going to happen, but it's fucking. I was like, she was, I guess, a bit unsure about here things, and I was just like, man, that's fucking rad. Like, change is fucking awesome. Like, mm. people, more people need to do that just 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 to see. What the yeah. fuck? What the fuck's out there? You know, yeah. it's changed like the sun. Like if you're close to the sun, it's, it's hot and scary. But if you look far back away, like when when when, <laughs> when Elizabeth <laughs> when Elizabeth <laughs> what are you talking about? When Eli- <laughs> <laughs> I've got to finish off this. Uh, I, I, no, are you talking about <laughs> Icarus? <laughs> a little bit. It's, it's kind of like the that. sun hot and scary. I don't know if I wanted to tell me. But that's <laughs> the thing. It's like if you're close to it, like it, it's it's hot. But when you look back from when you're 30 years away from that time in your life when you're going to change like it's not scary yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the beautiful it's a beautiful part I know, of your I know, life I guess, you know I guess I mean? the way I sort of see it or look at it is like it's going to say cliche as fuck you've only got a certain amount of time on earth mm-hmm. as, as you on a ball yeah on, on, and flowing uh, through yeah. eternity yeah. Are, we, are we getting Neil Tyson Degrassi in <laughs> to talk about Neil that oh. uh, yeah. is that your next guest next week yeah <laughs> we're, we're going to get close do you know anyone called Neil he's <laughs> He's just, still not you know, just, just, Neil, just Neil Tyson. He lives, <laughs> yeah. he lives in Cranebrook, drives Toronto. But, but for people <laughs> but listening, he knows physics. But for people listening, Neil Tyson Degrassi is a Degrassi. Degrassi. I'm pretty sure. Is a, um, a, a, a guest on uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. He's been podcast, on Joe Rogan. So listen to that because it's, it's a, amazing. He's he, a physicist. He did the show. He did the show Cosmos. Yeah, he's got a show Cosmos, but he's like a physicist that breaks it down to. Not, I wouldn't say layman's terms because that shit's still over my head, but it, he breaks it down to like, fuck yeah, this is cool. But, like, physics is cool. Yeah. But but that's the thing, dude. Like, it's because it's such a niche. It's like what Jay's doing is such a niche. And I find that so interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And that's, 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 what, that's what I want people to be exposed to because it's so easy to become normalized and, and only know what you know. You know what I mean? Oh, like definitely. Fucking knowledge is, knowledge is gold. In any fucking sense, I think yeah. I was talking to GK about it before. Like talking about arguments and opinions and stuff. Everyone's got an opinion. You've you've seen it all through Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think oh. you mentioned it last week, or whatever. But like Absolutely. everyone's got an opinion. Fair enough. If oh, there, there was a, I don't know if it was a mock up reporter when when Trump got in. There was an English reporter who did a little a little fucking story, and he was like, 
he was sort of really over animated and stuff. I don't know if you saw it or not. And he was saying, he was saying, of course you got in, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know why? It's like, because you're not willing to debate the argument anymore. If, if you, you were just, you were just readily happy to, readily happy to call someone a racist or a redneck or a sexual predator or whatever, opposed to trying to change their opinion through argument and debate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's such a powerful thing. It's like, yeah. uh, you're talking about the plebiscite last mm-hmm. week saying, okay, so, the majority of people our age are saying, are saying, yes, of course, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there's people opposing saying no. Uh, all right. So if, and then you got, you got people within those groups, which is, which are just going to fucking call names and on Facebook and bullshit, just fucking call people fuckwits and all this sort of stuff opposed to saying, okay, so if you, if you, if you say no, all right, sweet. What's your, what's, what's your argument behind it? Mm-hmm. Try and fucking yes, sir. Like, 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 try and yes, change sir. my try, opinion. Try, try, try and sway my opinion. Yeah. yeah. If, if you if you if you're gonna you know uh, educated um, answer or debate behind that, I'm gonna take that in and then make my opinion again based on that. Mm-hmm. Don't just fucking like sh- like berate people with with bullshit just because you've heard something or whatever. Get get into it. Get into an educated debate on yeah, something. Yeah. That's my big thing. Don't, you don't have the right to have an opinion. You got the fucking right to have an educated opinion. Yeah, definitely. That's what, don't don't spit your opinion out there if it's educated. It goes with fucking everything. Say, like see, every see, my, fucking my thing. My take on that is you you one hundred percent have the right to an opinion, but with that comes a responsibility to listen. Like Peter Parker. Be, no, but, but no, but but him but with great someone, with great opinion becomes great responsibility. Great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> but and you, can, you, you, can, you can have an opinion, but you, you, as you're saying, like you look. On, on Facebook or whatnot, and people have these strong arguments saying blah 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 and start shooting people back. But I, I just, I really 100% feel that people hardly people listen. No, no, it's a Pe- lot of it's parroted opinion too. Like, yeah, I'm parroted- just going to parrot what I've heard before, and I'm not even going to work out why yeah. they've said that shit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to so, say so, so, my so, bit. So, like, so, like, the thing is, like, what if people with this plebiscite, what if people saying no have a, I, I have no fucking idea. Have but, but, but what if they, what, what if they it? have a super legitimate argument? Yep. underlying everything that the media isn't betraying or anything they, like that. Like, yeah. well, like, what if they had a serious argument about that and everyone couldn't see past that? I'm, yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying there is, but what I'm saying is... Yeah. yeah. No, that is, needs to be brought there, to the is forefront. There, is there a debate for it? Yeah. And, and some these fucking dickheads have done this. Have you seen the fucking ad? I've not seen it, but no. I know there's an it's a- just like It's that. just like you fucking kooks. Like, just, mm. like, why spend money on something like that? You're spending more money on this plebiscite thing which could potentially mean fuck Which isn't all. even a plebiscite, yeah. it's a postal fucking vote. It's just yeah. like, oh, that's your opinion? Cool. Go fuck yourselves. Mm. We'll see what we want to do but, in a couple of years. But it yeah. just goes to show how much money like um, people put into... It's like, give me some of that money. Yeah. Well, I want that money. I, I, I want, want that Mayweather money, bitch. <laughs> I want that Mayweather You have no idea how much Mayweather money has gone into this debate. What do you, you think of the fight? Dude, uh, dude, uh, did, I think did you guys watch it in you, pub? Or? Yeah, we we went to uh, to our local uh, classy establishment, Hooters. Shout and, out uh, to Hooters, Penrith. Yeah, it's a great classy watch, girls out there. Our watching. What what are you talking about? I had some. I had some wings. I watching the boxing slash nipples. Welcome the raisins. I've never seen. Welcome the raisins. Welcome to Lake Darling. Hey, honey. At the end of the day, did Far think that like like he had like three. Three chicks, three chicks in the bag. Genuinely. Yeah. Claire like, was, this shit fucking likes me. Claire was onto him, not for the tip. Dude, but- Sir, you've ordered six fucking sets of wings. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, could I order arms? No. <laughs> but my, I rang you after the fight. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of oh, said- Oh, fuck, I was a bit pissy, yeah. And I said, dude, I've like a, I think I'm a little bit uh, upset about the whole- 
like uh, I guess the 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 glory and the glamour behind the McGregor story coming from nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have liked it. Uh, my biggest thing of that whole thing, I, f- I still fucking hate like the, the MMA guys are going like on one side and the boxing guys are on one side saying, yeah, fuck, he embarrassed himself. He didn't embarrass himself for shit, man. He went uh, out no, there. Yeah, so I pulled you up a bit. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was like, I think it was, I think it, it was the best case scenario of everyone involved. This is a, this, my opinion is means it? fuck all oh. because I've never fought before. I don't have much knowledge on boxing or MMA or UFC. Um, but it just seemed like if, if say, say if McGregor was to get knocked down, to like like like, like, a, like an actual scene of him getting knocked mm-hmm. down or knocked out, that would have ruined like ruined his legacy, like mm-hmm. you just said. And I think if if Mayweather got fucking knocked out, that would have ruined fucking boxing. Mm. That's when that's that like was the one time. thing you said to me where I sort of went. Oh yeah, that would have mm. really put a thing over boxing and it. saying, "Look, fucking UFC and MMA is well, the upcoming it, it thing, and it, you ain't got shit." It, it, mm. it put it, it put it so like, um, it put it so like everyone put it, they put all their bets on and everything. It, it put it in such perspective when at the start of the at the start of the the boxing match, they were fucking like, "And forty nine and zero Mayweather mm. and his debut fight, Conor McGregor." We're like, yeah. oh, but that's yeah. right. Dude, He's never fucking fought professionally. I had two takeaways from that fight, right? The first one Chinese was- and Thai. <laughs> yeah. Wings. The first the first one was of course we know. The first one was like the hype leading up to it, I one hundred percent subscribed to it. I was in oh, it. Yeah, fucking I was so, so the greatest, I, 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 the greatest I think, two I think salesmen 80, of all time. Eighty yeah. percent of the fucking privileged fucking population of men in the world subscribe to that shit. Yes. Yes. And and but Leading up to it, like yeah, the heart was people real. people value a fight. Like, what was it worth? Was it worth like a three hundred million or something? Oh, more, more. No, no. So, no, so, 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 okay, so May, May, I think Mayweather got like two hundred eighty million, and McGregor got hundred million plus, maybe. Plus, See, paper. I can't even fathom those numbers. I don't what do you even mean? Get that. That's I know money. exactly what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> do what? But, but, so, so, my first takeaway is okay. So it's worth what you know, close to half a half a billion. Yeah, that after the fight, the, that if I had to value it, that two it wouldn't men- have been worth that. You know what I mean? That's my first takeaway. Like I realized, shit, I got taken in by this hype, and it didn't even go the distance. But and- what about the actual experience of seeing the most anticipated anticipated fight in, in, in all history? See, it's yeah. it's the experience of watching it, but it's not about that. It's the experience after it where I thought I'm not as psyched as before. Would you be more it. psyched if McGregor what? smirked yeah. if he murked Mayweather what? somehow? Like yeah. magically murked Mayweather. It could have been a 100 percent bias because oh, to be is honest, it because you're white you want McGregor to win? <laughs> <laughs> My takeaway for that thing was massively like. Everyone's jumping on the McGregor sort of hate bandwagon now. When that dude, the dude, where, went out. Where, where have you seen the hate? I haven't seen. Uh, it. I haven't seen any hate. Dude, I go on Facebook and I religiously open comments that I know are going to piss me off. <laughs> have you got like a separate account just for like fucking with people or what? <laughs> just my. It's called GK. I, I, GK I, I, the I, haven't, troll. I, I haven't seen any Mayweather. Oh, sorry, troll. sorry, some McGregor hate. I've, just, so I've, look, I've, I've seen like just different opinions here and there, but like there's been no like barrage of. But I, People. My thing is, like, he's gone in and he's fought the arguably the greatest boxer of all time, yeah? Yeah. And he's, <laughs> let, I'm going to say that with an unge- and uneducated opinion. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's got his ass handed to him at the end of the day because he lost the fight. Yeah. But the dude's gone in and he's done well. Anytime that 
there's a, a Mayweather fan that said, yeah. oh, McGregor took a round off him or did this or did this. They go, well, he let him do it. Well, who gives a fuck yeah. if he let him do it? He obviously had to let him do it for him to end the fight that way. It's like you've gone 10 rounds of one of the best boxers yeah. in the world. Where, so, you you know, know, like McGregor fucks. earned his stripes that Mayweather knew I've got to let him punch himself did, out did for you, four Did rounds. you see any of the uh, post... Um, the post-fight interviews and press press conference. I didn't watch the press yeah, conference. Yeah, I saw, I saw one of them where um, they're in a like a, a nightclub and McGregor and uh, Mayweather were like being no, no, no. There's like the full press conference. It goes for about an hour. I, I watched maybe twenty minutes, half an hour of it, and like they're just fucking laughing. But as yeah, <laughs> I'm more yeah, they're like they're like we're rich. We don't even fucking hate each other. This is all a sham. We are the greatest salesmen <laughs> of all time. But yeah. And then Dr. Evil comes in and goes, <laughs> Gentlemen, you think, about, you think about that shit, like, that's, and that's what it is at the end well, of the day. Who I gives was, a I, fuck I, what I, anyone I, thinks? I've got $100 million in my yeah, sky yeah. rocket. Never have yeah. to fight. I never have ne- to never do have no to shit fight again. Or work again. I was having a talk with my client about it. My yeah, kids' kids yeah, don't like, go to work. I was talking to my client the other day. It's like, all right, so you got to say, say you, McGregor, you got $100 million in the bank. What's in the bank? You're fucking done. It's like, you got to. You just had a new kid, right? Yeah, is, that, is, that, is that his only kid? First kid, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Oh, what, yeah, that's is, amazing. Would his missus be in his ear saying... Don't fight again. I don't think you should fight again. Yeah, but... And you know, like, oh, like, he's a really hungry fighter, you know yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I think, but, he's too hungry but, for that but, shit. But, he wants to murk one more person. I know, yeah, but I know that, but it's Hasn't like... another fight like, been announced? But it's like, you could get seriously fucked up as you would have seen in previous yes, fights yes, fucking yes. For, forever like you know With CTE you, and yeah, all yeah, that well, sort of stuff you know stuff. it's like, it's like yeah. would, would you would you take the risk like even though the risk might not be huge uh, me as like as, say, say you say, as say co- you say you had 100 million in the fucking nah, bank nah and you got, and you got, you got your, your two beautiful girls I'm walking would away you, would you fight again nah fuck no well I'm walking away if you're in the prime of your career too but if I'm Conor McGregor you're I'm, not. You're, I'm, your, you're GK. I'm GK. <laughs> no, so, so you're GK. You've got 100 yeah. million, million in the bank. Yeah, you've you got, got 100 tickets. million pesos. <laughs> I, would, I would exchange those would pesos you, for yen. Would you... Would, 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 <laughs> and go to Yemen. <laughs> live a comfortable life Why in Tokyo. Why are you getting Chinese fucking money and then what? go to Israel? It's a Confucius <laughs> podcast. What are you talking about? You don't want the facts to get in the road of that, this story. That's, that was my second take. Wait, it just come back to me. Mm. Um, it was... Watching um, McGregor fight, like mm. fight fight against Mayweather, and you saw at the start like how McGregor was amped. You know, he was he was, yeah, was taking the fight come out, come out come out pretty hard, but you come know, out come out swinging, come out swinging, <laughs> and and literally there was there was no idiom needed, but when he come out, you could you could feel when he was getting tired and. To be honest, like when we were watching it, it was you know it was five yeah. I think I think it was the eighth round. You're like, oh, everyone was saying the same thing because the last McGregor fight. Because I don't watch a lot of McGregor, I don't watch a lot, watch a lot of UFC. But like, we went to Davos. Shout out to episode probably nine or ten. But we went to Davos and we watched him fight uh, Nate Diaz for the first mm-hmm. time, and that was the first time I watched him gas out. So I've watched was him that, fight two oh, times. That was that, was that, his, was that his loss? Yeah, that was his yeah, 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 loss. Yeah, yeah. That was a big shock, and that was the biggest thing. Like I took away from it was like. Can you imagine, like, the absolute lethargic oh, pain like he's he's going through with his arms? You've got this lactic acid, like, absolutely fucking burning. Yeah. You've pumped up this fight so big, and, and it's hurting. And you know everything in your heart wants to fucking keep fighting, but you physically have yeah. nothing. Yeah, physically, and you're physically fucked. In the oh. biggest fight in the world, and I was watching that going, 
holy shit, like, energy conservation is such And a- you've trained for that, too. I've trained, yeah. You've, like, trained, you've trained 12, you've trained for 12 rounds, and yet you fucked it eight. But oh. how long do you have to train for? Yeah, to yeah, be- I'll give you that, I'll give you that. So, with uh, this thing, Max Kellerman and Stephen A., you can come blow this fucking podcast out like I'm talking out my fucking ass now, like Sorry, you will. Who? Max Kellen they and dude, Stephen A. Are they dudes from Jamison Town? ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> so what he had essentially 12 fucking weeks slash 10 weeks really with all the frigging press and stuff to prepare for those 12 rounds. If that was any normal title fight or any big fight any that's this big in pay-per-view and yeah, this yeah. many viewers, they would have six, seven months to work up for 12 rounds. Yeah, right. Like... I'm not saying, like, you do what you got to do to get that $100 million. You Fuck yeah, good on you, boys. But he didn't have the most prep to get through that 12 round. So him gassing out, does he have a problem with gassing out? Yeah. Everyone knows that because he's gassed out in a couple of but fights. He, but in, in the press conference, he talks about that. He's yeah. like, he's like I've got a big problem with fatigue. I, it comes to me, and he's, he speaks so eloquently about it. He's like, I... I need to work through that. It's happened to me um, in the UFC, but an ADS fight, and it's happened to me now. And it's like he talks about it so eloquently, and it's like it's like he's to watch the press conference. It's like you, he's you, one of the most like, humble you're, you're, you're person like, defeat ever. Like, you know, like, 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 like very the, humble. It's yeah. like. I fucking like this guy. And I'm going to watch his next fight. <laughs> and you're the best salesman in the fucking is, world, you yeah. prick. If he's, he's, like, he's, like, he's, he's, he's like, hey, here's a fucking totally fucked up car. You're like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if he, did you watch that uh, that uh, uh, that ad for Beats? That ad for oh, Beats? Oh, dude, I Legend- watched it with legendary. tears in my eyes. Uh, okay, oh, have, my God. So, so, good. so good. If you haven't seen it, we'll put the link up on our Facebook and our um, Twitter account. Get a fuck- was a dream. Get yes. a fucking Instagram. Yeah, and our Instagram that we don't have, we'll put it up there too. Get, get your six but followers on board. How, how fun? <laughs> it's, it's, how Hi, was, Wayne, Cheryl, and How good David. was that, though? Well, that yeah, that so for beats. So. You know, because that was 100% playing up to people who... like People's me. emotions. No, yeah. but, but, but also fucking... Emotionally fucking you. Yeah, but following the underdog... Like there's something oh, about time. someone coming oh. from nothing to that's, to getting there. That's it that's, seems yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, big time. Everyone wants to do that. Follow the underdog and see the underdog get up. Oh, I, dude. I, I, I know. Fuck, I can't really talk. But like Muhammad Ali's sort of stuff was like he was he a big underdog like throughout his. I know, I know, I know. He was a showman. I know, I know one of his still. Uh, as was George Foreman. Fight. George Foreman. He, fight, he, he, he was, he was he, he, Manila. He was the underdog, two. right? Mm-hmm. Like, was he the underdog much in the other ones? In, oh, in, I could, I could, I could, in, in the other boxing I matches? Talk, do you know what it's... <laughs> when you say other ones, is that a drawing competition? <laughs> it's, it's hard for, it's hard for uh, me to talk about the Muhammad Ali era because I didn't live through it. You yeah, know no, what I mean? Yeah, like, and uh, I don't think I can... I can um, uh, explain like, the hype. But like, I can explain that, the hype around Conor McGregor because I mm. lived through it, but I can't explain the hype through yeah, but the Muhammad hype, Ali. The hype is like two dimensions... Like one is like what you say like on your screen, but the other is like you talking. Like I've got a neighbor two doors down. Walk past, um, went past today. He's got his son in, in a like a car, like a remote control car that they had for actual children now. And I and I just randomly spoke to him, and we started talking about the fight, talking about a fight that happened a, a, like a week ago. But it's like it's still that hype still remains. It's like yeah, the, yeah. it's like debris of the absolute. Um, I don't know. 
infatuation with this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it well, was, well, well, we're talking about it fucking we're now. we're talking about yeah. it right now. Like a week later. Was, it was a because bone. It was a cultural moment. That's you know? what I've fucking spoken about with um, me clients and shit. It's like, like, Mayweather's made his fucking money and stuff, but like, Conor McGregor has made like a, a global economy, not not for himself, but a global fucking economy yes. in, in like bars, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when the, like, when the, oh, my, my client today said, Steve, shout out to big Steve. Um, he said that, um, that when the, when the fight was on, Pornhub's usage went down 25%. 25%. Uh, 25% around the world. And then when the fight was finished, it was like, percent <laughs> Just let everyone like, get, get testosterone, get out of here. I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck. Be gone. I was like, yeah, that's just a, that's just a good, um, fucking avenue. But of, of, of like just men around the world watching the fight. Now, having a wank. Now let's go have a wank. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny, like, um, especially being in Australia, right? Being in Australia and. <laughs> <laughs> His laughs always uh, gets me. Yeah, fuck. All right, yeah, being sorry. in Australia, right, and being that um, on Pornhub, ster- stereotypical <laughs> Australia, who's probably on Pornhub, mm. and, and you watch like sports bet ads. XNXX. Shout out XNXX. Shout out XNXX. I said I'd never do a shout out. You just got one accent. You got nothing. But but the thing about like watching sports bet, for example, like I find it really like. Watching the way um, Australian men are portrayed in this thing, going, "Oh, welcome to sports bet." Oh, oh fuck go off! And, hey. Go and get it. Go and get a. Go and yeah, get a yeah, fucking uh, whip a slipper and get it. So we don't need salad. Get some meat. They make Australian men look like absolute fucking idiots. Oh, big time! But I think the they've they've had meetings about this shit. It's like they want to get the average the average Joe. That's why a lot of the blokes in the in the clips are just like fucking normal looking dudes. And but it's weird. It's like there's there's sort of a campaign for the anti gambling bullshit. But the, I've never seen more fucking gambling like media and propaganda oh, than in like time. like <laughs> was it was there a fucking oh, spoof or something talking about old mate um, the sports bet guy who's always like sports bet. No, you know, like you know, Tommy, you know, Tommy, you know, you know, you know dude. His main sports bet guy that was like Tommy uh, Tommy Waterhouse. The guy the guy that's on like footy show and bullshit. Oh, Joe Kane, Joe Kane, yeah. And it was like at the end of their sentences, they like remember always bet responsibility. Aries always gamble oh, responsibly. Always gamble loses. responsibly. But yeah. in that sentence, he's like, remember always gamble responsibly. It's like the emphasis yeah, is yeah, on yeah, gamble. yeah, 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 big time. Eva et Niav join the Navy and and bet against Winks. <laughs> it's like it's like. <laughs> Sports bet all publicity <laughs> campaign. Better against which bitches. Dude, I've, dude I've, Sean Dwyer, he's going to want to shout out real quickly of the wine. I was thinking about Dwyer today. Every, every week. What the fuck was I thinking about Dwyer today? He texts me. He goes, was thinking about you. He texts me and goes, what, what, Sean, he goes, Sean GK, Dwyer. what wine are you drinking tonight? The wine we've got tonight so that we've been enjoying during this podcast has been Lovers Not... What, what, what would we say this? It's an Espanier no, right it's one. Not. It's a Tempranillo. Torre Deos. It's a Tempranillo. Mm. River del Diero Espanol. So, Sean, you, 2015. Would, you would pick that up in your local Barcelonian 
It's in, um, it's in, your, it's Barcel- in your bloody Barcelonian bottle shop. But I want to talk. What I want to talk about, and I know Far wants to talk about something. I want to talk about movies. Have you seen this fucking trailer for it? Yeah. Do you reckon it's going to be as big as shit? Because yeah, I saw Stephen I'm, I'm, King I'm gonna... say, "Whatever you friggin' thinking about here, it's scarier than <laughs> no, what yeah, you're no, thinking look, about." I, I fuck. I've been because I follow the it Instagram. So, like, I'm all over that shit. And on Facebook, there's a page called um, Movie Pilot Horror, which has all new shit that's happening. And fucking, it's coming out this week. But I've watched the last two horror movies in the movies, which I've watched. People, the general public can't fucking handle horror fucking movies. Like, in a good part or a suspenseful part, mm-hmm. they'll t- start talking or laughing and shit. Because they don't want so, to... So, so I, 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 I need to really pick... The time that me and Katie are going to when get to no see it. When no one's in the cinema? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want you fuckwits wrecking Because I want to watch it in the cinema. I don't want these fuckwits wrecking it for me. <laughs> what I mean? Because oh, I, like- I watched The Conjuring 2 in the cinema in fucking Cronulla. And like there was like, f- like five kids in the back row. And every time something sort of cool was happening or suspenseful... These fuckers just started like yelling. Ah, ah, ah. It's like shut the fuck up. Is that the cut? Is that like with the study you watch the it's cut an, it's through? A men- like it's the a mental thing. Cut the cut- through yeah, the yeah. social yeah, uncomfortableness of the social norm. Or and whatnot. I fucking love movies. So I know that you're you- wrecking it for me, and I've paid my fucking four hundred dollars or whatever it costs <laughs> to get in the movies these <laughs> I days. Have you heard about, about um, the the new it where you can watch it in a movie cinema, but you can watch <laughs> you can. Watch it in a movie cinema filled with clowns. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, fucking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legitimately? No, no, no. I don't have a fear of clowns, though. Like, can, I'll fucking scare the shit out of me. Really? So, maybe, you know maybe after it. You know those fucking YouTube things where those, like, it's just like they're prank movies and the dudes walk up with. Oh, like, there was a big a epidemic cl- of it in like Florida. Cl- yeah, yeah. Oh. And a clown walks up with, like, what? a big hammer and stuff. But then they go to the basketball court and the hood and some, some you, dude pulls out a fucking Glock and goes, bah, 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 fuck you, clown. That's me, That's right. without the Glock. I'm going at them motherfuckers. I got a potato gun. I got a potato gun from fucking Golo. I'm ready a, to go. Yeah, potato gun and a water pistol. But, and I just want all the clowns to leave me. Yeah, because we have no guns in Because you're a massive... Massive, massive, massive horror. Every horror movie I've watched is because you've gone, check out this thing from Rob Zombie or friggin' yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Jay, what's it, your scariest hair, uh, hairy movie? Hairy movie? <laughs> hairy movie. Uh, what's, your, what's your scariest horror movie? Larry, Harry and the Hendersons is pretty hairy. <laughs> hairy. <laughs> that's, that's Home just, Alone. What's, what's the scariest movie? scariest oh, horror movie you've ever seen. Like, uh, if you could put it back. And, and don't try and normalize it to where you are now. The time yes, you yeah, watch it where you, like, I'm, 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 uh, I'm put generally in, you, you put yeah. put me on the spot. It's it, let, no, it's it it, it, it's tough. Like we, we, when we were a kid, like it was massive. Like that shit. Have you watched it again recently? Yeah, yeah, and it makes fuck all sense. No, 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 it's got it's got good bits, but yeah, it. it um, in recent years, uh, 2014 or 13, I think Conjuring and Sinister come out. Yes, and those two. Like the first, like Sinister Two and bullshit, but like those two movies were like, all right, great to see a fucking proper horror movie again, you know? Have you seen them or not? Uh, uh, are you, are you, is the Conjuring where she's in a dream and they get lost in it, or is that Insidious? No, nah, that's that's to say that's Insidious. Sorry, spoiler alert, everyone. That 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 that's no. Like no no, Insidious was like had a good premise, but the budget was. Fucking dumbed down, and like when I watched it, because like in Sword and Cities had a really good rating and shit, but watching it, you're like, ah, fuck you guys. 
Conjuring and Sinister, like, definitely up there. Yeah. I think with horror movies recently, they're just trying to do too much. What is it too a, much? A, 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 horror? Yeah, no, but just, I don't know, they it's too predictable. You just got to knock it back a bit. So, but dude, I get fucking so scared. Like, really? I'll, dude, I'll watch a horror movie and then I'll literally go, Jess, take the fucking bins out. Jess is my wife. <laughs> take no, the, but like, take the no, bins no, out and get killed. Like horror, movies aren't, horror, horror movies aren't fucking scary anymore. Like, it, it, it's, all, it's, all, it's all about the film now. Like, it's just suspense. Like, 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 one thing, like watching a horror movie when I'm the, when I'm older as opposed to like 20 years ago is because yeah. I can rationalize and say, it's just a movie far. Do you know? It's not yeah. real. But... Uh, when see, I first see, watched um, House on Haunted Hill, that scared the see, living bejesus out of me. See, that's the shittest movie of all time. See, but, but, but for me, when I first <laughs> so, watched it... Yeah. No, nah, that's cool. But for but me, when that I the first dude's walking it, like... And if you're watching on YouTube, man, you'll see what I'm doing now. The dude's walking like this. Oh, God. Is that that one? See, when I first watched it, watched it with my wife, um, who were teenagers back in the day, but watching the movies... And it was that, it was the exact scene where they've come into the security booth, and then the ghost come through, like walked in and started looking at them in the security booth. And oh no! Had well, this there's, stop motion. there's another fucking movie, which is really well done, which is based off a video game. It's the first one. They made a couple of them, but the first one. Grand Theft. Uh, no, oh, Resident Evil. No, no, no. It's called Silent Hill. Ah. Oh, and the yeah. and the premise of that is really fucking good. Like Marissa. it's like if that had a bit more, it's it's just a bit different and a bit sketchy. I like that about it yeah. a lot. I took my first scariest movie ever oh, no, as fuck, a kid. Sorry. Candyman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. Right. I remember, I, I, I remember a story about Candyman. We're at my house and then Mitch Coffey, Jay, you know who, mm. you know Mitch Coffey? Mm. And Natty Hunt, they were two guys from my, I guess, adult, my youth. And we would have been 13 or 14 and we'll watch this movie. And Natty Hunt goes with Mitch Coffee behind him, so going, Yeah, say it, Natty, say it, into the mirror in my fucking bathroom <laughs> at my parents' place. Candyman, Candyman. He went to say the third time, I go, You fucking say the third time, I'm going to fuck you up. He goes, he Went to say the third time, I'm going <laughs> fucking crack Natty Hunt, blood all over my basin. I let that motherfucking Candyman. So you were the Candyman. You are the Candyman. <laughs> So in that sense, I'm also sore or jigsaw. Before every podcast, I go in the mirror and say, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. But I just say, And then GK comes in. (laughs) You're not saying that shit, bitch. I was shit scared of that. And then Candyman 2 come out. That was scarier than shit. Have you heard this before? No. No. It's fucking amazing. Alan Watts, YouTube. So when what do you? How long the video? It's it's a while. Oh, yeah. Just get to the crux of it. Forget the money, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Okay. Doing things you don't like, doing things you don't like, and to teach your children to 
we're on the same track. See, what we're doing is we're bringing up children and educating them to live the same sort of lives we're living. In order that they may justify themselves and find satisfaction in life by bringing up their children. To bring up their children to do the same thing. So it's all wretch and no vomit. It never gets there. It's all wretch and no vomit. It's fucking so good. And so, therefore, it's so important to consider this question. What do I desire? Wow. So the whole thing of what he's saying is like, if you do something well, there's a good chance. Well, no, if you do something really fucking well, you become a master of it. It's like there's a good chance that someone else is fucking into what you're doing, and basically they're willing to pay to to, yeah. to do what you do or to for you to teach them what you do. It's like that's fucking huge. So any 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 trade, any niche, any fucking anything. It's like if if you're a master at it, there's a good chance there's a certain percentage of the population really into that shit that is going to be into that and is going to follow you like like you know follow podcasts fucking mm-hmm. Instagram they're gonna they're gonna follow you and then you're gonna create a bit of a snowball effect like that that's amazing like what would you do if no money was involved if money was no object so like money no and that's what you're saying like and who's that if if, who's if, that? if if money was no object like like what like what would you do? And then he was saying that who was that dude on the who did that YouTube? Video? Alan Alan Watts. Alan, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure he edited the video. That, that yeah. that's just him talking. There's yeah, a bunch yeah, of inspirational yeah. shit. Because Alan Watts is a fucking um, mad cat. Um, saying like a lot of when he, when he would ask students what what they do, they'd say a lot of like things like their love, like their passion. Passion's a massive word. Fucking her. so mm-hmm. it's like. What would you do if no money is all like you do your passion? So you'd mm-hmm. like so far you would play play guitar. You'd be in a band. GK like you know like so. What, what would you do, GK? Dude, if money was no object, and this is so. What would you do? What's your passion, dude? This 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 talking, this podcasting. Yeah, so, like, where so, my, so what my passion is yeah, at fuck, the moment, yeah, and yeah, putting so, putting content out there. Yeah, so that's, if found, money was no, it's it's it's. I've found something that. Yeah, that's deeply intrinsic to what I believe in and what I want to do. Yeah, sort of. That's this. If money was no object, so you do this. So you do this. Do. So that's what he's what saying is like you become a master at this, and people yeah. are going to fucking listen to you, and then you're eventually going to make money off that, yep. and that's going to be your career. So it's like that's such an interesting. It's Pop. a it's an interesting point. It's like fuck. yeah, that's 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 juicy. That's like fucking it, when, out there. When, when I listen to that, it's like uh, a part of me thinks like... It gets if, your if, core going. Yeah, it does. It, it makes you really get proper introspective. I listen to that and I think, um, what would I do? Yeah, like, like if, you, if, you listen, if you watch that video, like I, mm. I, I put it up on Facebook like maybe once every year or two. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I do it. I just think it's such a fucking inspirational sort of... Yeah. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very small clip, but it's such an inspirational thing. It's like mm. maybe... I mean, I'm not. I'm not a hero. <laughs> but not it's all like, heroes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> but it's like, no, it's like, what, yeah. what, 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 if, what if someone sees that clip? Who's been who? Who like? I think one of the worst jobs would be working in a fucking bank or an accountant or some shit. That that's just that's just mm. my opinion. But it's like, what if you're working in a bank or some shit and you're like, um, that sounds like what? Well, like they're sitting at their desk looking at a blank fucking wall with no music. Mm. Dealing with the general fucking public, and you're like, okay, what would I do? Like, maybe yeah. maybe that person loves to fucking 
um, make clay models that resemble Renee Zellweger. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like to do that. Renee Zellweger. Yeah, I'm, great I'm, reference. <laughs> you know, like maybe maybe that maybe that's that's what they like to do. Yeah. But then there's going to be a percentage of the population of the fucking world that love that shit, yeah. and they will pay money for that. So if you're into something, there's the I guess the underlying thing saying there's someone else that's going to be into what. Yeah, you're it's, 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 into, it's, yeah. it's like when you type shit. Yeah, in. It's, it's like when there's, you, there's two parts to this, right? It's not about getting into it because someone you've got to be a master of it. You've got to be a master of it. You got It's all about mastery, right? Is so, that your ten thousand sort of? That's exactly what it is, yeah. dude. Mastery. Ten thousand what? Well, you ten thousand. If say you want to be the best golf player in the world, you do ten thousand strokes, and that this is uh, new. This is new to me. So you do ten thousand strokes, and then you become a master. I'm up a to master. 10, of, I'm a master of wanking. If, <laughs> if, if you want to be a master at surfing, you you've take, got a black den. You, you take ten thousand waves. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you want to be a master, where, where, master at kickflips, you do ten thousand yeah, fucking yeah, kickflips. Where did this come from? It's a book written by an up uh, look. It's called oh, the ten thousand, and it just it says it just says every activity in the world do it ten thousand times, <laughs> and that guy made a the million dude, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the same dude that did three hundred. <laughs> that's <laughs> what they were so far off the fucking. That's why they didn't win. But part of it is like physiologically, like your mu- there's muscle memory, right? So if yeah. you do something ten thousand times, like you are one hundred percent like. Uh, you, so you're you, a master you, of it. Have you spoken about this on a podcast? Yeah, we have. We've, okay, we've yeah. touched on it. A I mean, I've listened. Times. Yeah. I've listened. Yeah. I don't think you have. No, no. I've been a uh, long time listener, first time podcaster, you guys. Yeah. A, but, that's, but that's what it is. Like, it's, um, if you, if you do something 10,000 times, it's like, it's, it's talking about muscle memory. But when I watch that video, dude, and when I listen to that, like, oh, parts of me resonate. Yeah, parts of fuck, me fire. No, fucking parts of me, and, and Most of your parts should. But, but, dude, Especially it's like, your dick. <laughs> but well, all of them. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying things. is, Think about being when I was in my mid twenties, and there was one hundred percent one thing I wanted to do in my life, and it was to be a rock star. It was to be a rock star. But what Fuck was a rock, But what was a rock star to me? Well, it was the only thing that I've seen. What had I seen of being a rock star? Oh, I was watching these guys on stage, playing in front of lots of people, rocking out. Yeah, was but, it or but, was it making money doing what you love? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, dude, when yeah, I was at, at that stage in my life, it wasn't it wasn't big about making money. It was um. It was about, um, I just want to write good songs. Yeah, fuck but, but when I think back, it's like, um, what, what is the thing that, that makes you want to... It was almost just being creative. I speak to the Geordie about it off off the microphone, but I'll, I'll share it now. But it's like, I, I remember playing in a band, and I remember 100% dedicating my life to it. Yeah. And I, and I had a, I had a partner who was, was there 100% of the time. I was the guy, I swear to God, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and I'd walk out in the backyard and I'd look up at the moon and I'd clench every muscle in my body and I'd say to God or the moon, whatever whatever was out there, I want to be a rock star. Yeah. And I'd be out there by myself at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, that was the shit I'd do. And it like So and, you couldn't do much fucking more? Well, no, no. <laughs> Dude, you're putting that, it out that, there. But that, I was putting it out there. You're making yourself very vulnerable. That's it. But well, I like that. Dude, I've, I've this got is to, truth. You, yeah, fucking you've I. You've got to be there. If you, you fucking want something, you're going to need it. You're going to do everything you fucking in your capable hands of doing that. Yes. Which physically, which is screaming at the fucking moon at two o'clock in the morning. So, and, and but the thing is, like, as soon as you write a song, it'd be the same for you when you wrote. 
oh, when you drew like a, a tattoo or you design something, like you go back and look at it outside of where you created it. Yeah. So you may create it right here, but you go back and then you pick it up and you look at it. For me, it was like writing this song and I'd get in the car and I'd go for a drive and, I, and I'd listen to it. And I like it could have been at like those weird hours of the night because that's how I work. That's 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 mm-hmm. what I used to do, and I used to listen to this shit. And and it was all about that like iterative process. Like I'd listen to it and I'd say that that snares out or or that's not right. And anyway, that whole process would happen. And when I got to the end of the whole music career, I realized what it was. What for do me. you think? There's an end to you. No, no, no! But there was an end to the to the band. To the band, Have you ever mentioned the band? No, uh, I don't know. Never mentioned my band. Do we? Yeah. Men- do we? <laughs> we do never we- mentioned Jordy's band. Do we mention the band? Yeah, yeah, of course. The Mission Emotion. The Mission Emotion. Yeah, the Mission Emotion. Shout out to fucking Mission Emotion people. Mission Emotion, man. Shout that out was, to the voice. That, that was some of the best. You guys years are on. You guys are on to something. What I realized was it wasn't about listening to yourself on the radio or playing like Soundwave or doing Big Day Out. What it was for me was after I'd write a song, is sitting in the car listening to the song I'd written back for the first time. Like I was so juiced on that. Day. So that so that was your moment. That was like, my like, moment because you guys played Soundwave and you played Big Day, day out, out. Big Day yeah. Out. Like that's that's big things. So your pinnacle, you're saying, is just looking back at your music that you wrote and appreciating it? But what, yeah. it's what, it's not being rocks, but what I'm saying in relation to that video was like, that's where I was at that point. Yeah. But right now, it's not It's not what it is. It's like, I don't, I are don't you feel still, that... Are you still writing music? No. Here, here and there. You know, I've, I've said to many people over the years, younger sort of years, like, if there's anyone that I know that I want to be successful would be you in music because you work so fucking hard for it. And it would be a shame for now for you to not keep doing something, be relevant, yeah, whether, whether, whether it's just for you or to be in a band or to play fucking acoustically at a pub or something. Like, as, like I think you have something to fucking share with people, yeah, not just fucking your mates, you know? like And, and when I share this with you, there's a part of me that's like, ah, oh, shit, like... Am, am I on the right track? But but what it is, it's like what keeps you juice? Because what I'm doing in my career now is yeah, like what, what, it's what, what keeps you juice? What keeps you juice flowing? So maybe you're creative in other realms. Yeah. So that video resonates with me on a a different spectrum. That will put. Well, I'll put it up on our social media. But I've and I've had these conversations with you, especially far over the like years. Like my drive to do whatever I'm doing with my businesses or whatever is. One million one hundred and fifty thousand percent financial. I'll shovel shit if it's going to make money. Yeah, but it's nowhere near. Would I stop doing that to do something that makes me happy or what I'm passionate about? So it sort of goes. Mm. Oh, take a step back. We're talking in like you're passionate about this now. Yep. Which is which is fucking awesome. Do you think that like your like you've found something that you're more passionate about than just making money for a living. Yep, but insane. But <laughs> well, that was your answer then. <laughs> yep. All right, switch to a podcast, dude. <laughs> just one answer. Just for it. But no, no. Yep. But, but in but in saying yeah, but in saying yep, real quickly, I want to be able to monetize anything I I do, and that's how. And I'm not saying that's how I sort of uh, put myself out there into the friggin' yeah. stratosphere. 
of what what I bring back financially, but I'd, I I want to work at how I can monetize any single thing I can do. So this being now my what what I'd say my passion or something that I want to that that I'd do if money was no object. Yeah, I'd want to I want to make this. I want to monetize. I'd want to monetize this. I guess. Yeah, you say you got to be a master at this then. So I'd, yeah, I need I need these ten thousand hours of talking in yeah. a microphone into a freaking pop filter. Going so you were on 21. <laughs> 21 so episodes. What's, so what's that? 900 and fucking 79. See, see but a part so of that, what, when I hear that, that gets me juiced. Yeah. I yeah, love that because, because oh, cause you, see, you see the Rogan uh, YouTube videos where it's like 1,001 or yeah. it's like, it's like well, that's, a lot, that's a lot of fucking conversations. And he can look back at those conversations. Yeah. And get and get knowledge from his own conversations yeah. that he's had with people. That's fucking. That's yeah. incredible. Can, can you imagine like being armed with that much knowledge, like talking to so many experts for a thousand episodes, like that's, have a, and that's, having a million plus listeners? Mm. Yeah, that's fuck. Like me and Katie, like watching that shit, like watching a podcast. What I was saying to you before, it's like there's something so satisfying about watching or listening to people who. Are intelligently talking about what the like that they know something. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, it's um and, and and it's not about listening. It's like it's not about the numbers. It's about yeah, exactly what you're saying. But listen to someone who's got something to say and they can say it with conviction. It's not about just just making noise for, for the for the point of it. You know what I mean? It's like um I'm I'm here and I and I I genuinely like I'm here. And I might have a microphone, but I'm I've got the headphones, and I want to listen. Yeah, to Yeah, but music. you're not just you're not, not waiting for a break for your turn to talk. Yeah, like, which is a lot of arguments or people have opinions. They don't really have an opinion or an educated opinion. They're just waiting for their turn to talk loudest. I'm gonna talk so fucking loud that you're gonna be against gay marriage or for gay marriage or yeah, against yeah. friggin. Have you ever spoke to those people, dude? And you, I 100% guarantee you both have. That you, I don't, I don't speak to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're literally waiting for you to finish, and they're not giving you oh, anything. They're, they're fucking thinking, yeah, because they what to say as you're talking, hundred percent. And then, fuck those cunts, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Fuck them cunts, and they're not even because <laughs> and you get and you get and you get R rated as fuck, yeah, <laughs> and you get but you get that, you know, mm. like. If, they're not if even I, listening. They're, not even listening. Not they're just. They're just. They, they. They do that like slowly, like sort of head nod. Mm. Like mm, now mm, it's my turn uh, to talk. I'm gonna uh, go. It's like a cue. Their fucking head nods like a one, two, yeah. three. But wait, and have, have fuck you, you. Have you ever done that in your life? Hundred percent. I'm doing yeah. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the guy. That was the call of the yeah, show. Yeah. You know. But you know. The but go- everyone's done that before because. But but you get past it. But you know the you, guy. Able to reflect like, back on it. I think. I know what GK is saying, and I've, and I've been there with people who I actually want to engage conversation with. But when I've when I've done it, because I'm heaps fucking better, is <laughs> is is when they're fucking is, is when they're a fucking idiot or just want to get away from the conversation. But yeah, it's, it's like when you meet that person in a bar you haven't seen in fucking twenty years or whatever, yeah. and they're and they're, and they're, their conversation is just fucking dead, mm. and you're just like, mm, mm, mm. okay, so I'm gonna go fuck off now, like. Yeah. In some other words, I met a gra- I met a person at a bar last weekend when I was with you for out in the city from Leeds, Jay. Oh yeah, from Leeds. I said, did, "Hey, did she know Katie Gilbert?" <laughs> I was a dude, uh, and it, he did. He probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Katie Gilbert. I, my opener was, 
Yeah, I've done the Yachtly run. I haven't done the Yachtly run. I just fucking know what it is. I then finished by saying I played fullback at Barrow and Lee, and I'm in the Mission Immersion. I just, I just lived through every single one of my mates, but with great detail. Yeah. With great detail so comes he, great confidence. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't even question you on that. He shit. couldn't question shit. But with that, I was sort of. He would, I knew he was listening to me because he was asking me questions about the Otley Run. I said, yeah, the fourth pub sucks ass, doesn't it? Was wearing an Indian outfit. And then he was like, that's not too bad. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. not too bad. I see your opinion on that. My opinion was I threw up. He goes, no one's ever completed the Otley Run. Don't worry. I go, I know, brother. <laughs> we're, fucking, we're talking about music before music memories. Yes, yes. And I tattooed someone the other day. I'm not yes, going to fucking mention names. But I told you something the other day, and general conversation, I think, like I said before, is like, what sort of music you listening to at the moment? It's mm-hmm. just, it's just general conversation. Because that's what I think when we were talking about it before, we were talking about how um, music's such a, a part of your identity. Oh, big you know time! I mean? so yeah, it's it's like it's like soundtrack if there, to your life. If there was, yeah, fucking, it, that's cliche as fuck, but it's so true. It's like it's like a microchip. If you were to plug in your little USB of your fucking life, you'd be like, okay. Ages fucking thirteen to fourteen is, oh. is 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 like for me. <laughs> Will Smith getting yeah, jiggy. No, 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 thirteen, four, like thirteen, fourteen to me is like crossing in between fucking hardcore techno into into Fear Factory. Like, like music is such a huge influence in your life, and that I find it odd that people don't have. There's there's people out there. I'm sure it's not a huge population of people, but there's people out there that don't associate with music or find it relevant and that to me that's fucking weird it's pretty crazy like um I, I, like and however you run your life like for me like how you can that, you that can time? do sorry to cut you off it's yeah, like right. you can do fucking you can listen to music no matter what the fuck you're doing i, ha- I had a client once years ago saying same conversation you know like what do you, you listen to you like music fucking whatever and he was like, I, <laughs> I can't even fucking say it with a straight face. I, I don't really like music. I don't have time for it. What, <laughs> what the, f- what the fuck do you mean, mate? It's like, what does that it's, mean? It's, it's like, in, in, in if you're my, driving in your car, you yeah, got time. It's, it's, it's like, in my head, I'm like, so, so like, sorry, sorry, Sharon. I can't take the kids to school. I'm listening to my music. Like, 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 like that takes up a fucking, like that takes up a part of your fucking day. It's like you can do, you can listen to music and do fucking almost anything. What are you going to do today? Well, I'm going to clean the kitchen and then I'm going to listen to music for 15 minutes yeah. and then I'm going to sit on the couch and listen to my what music. What if you could do it all together in a total Yoda yeah. moment? The you only can- time you don't have time to listen to music is when you make your music because that becomes very confusing and you start ripping off something from the verb. I'm not listening, I'm making. Well, that makes total sense. <laughs> fucking, like, it, it's, it's such an odd... I don't know, pre- premise to fucking to think about because I, like, as soon as I wake up, like, music. It's like, I'm going to get started for the day. I want my music starting day. I listen yeah. I listen to music in the fucking shower. I listen to music on the way to work. When I get to work, I listen to music all fucking day. I get home and listen to fucking music. My it's, brother and my dad are very like that. You know what I mean? Like, is that that's odd? what they do. Well, it's different to my, how I, I guess, intake music. My brother and my dad wake up music. They wake up in the middle of the night at three o'clock and they can't get back to sleep. Music. 
go to the shower music. Wait, wait, you know? wait. So are you saying they're not or they are? They, they are. That's what they do. That's oh, what my, yeah. bro- my youngest brother and my okay. old man do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine, mine a little bit, little bit different. You are? Yeah, a little bit different. You of don't that, like but music? I was, no, I like music. I love music. I love music. <laughs> and it always takes me back to a like, time in my life. Oh, yeah. Like, mu- mm, music memory is fucking huge. Which is so good. You were just saying about the soundtrack to your fucking life. Yeah. Like, um, today we, at the studio, we put on Bleed, Bleed America, Jimmy Eat World. Great, great. I took my daughter for a walk in the pram and I took the both speakers and played Bleed America. Like yeah. walking, walking 10 is that, minutes is that, to get is to that, the park. Is that the name of the album, Bleed America? Yeah. Bleed America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the trophies Bleed on Bleed American. It's, Two, got the tro- it, it's got the trophies on the cover. Is it 2000, 2001? No, t- 99 because mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I was 16, 2000. But um, I bought it for Smith and um, I listened to it before I gave it to him. Of course. And I listened to it the first time and go, this is really yours. You bought it. So we got 24th of July, 2001. 2001. Whoa. So that was, no way. So you know why this is so fucking, do you know why this is so, such a huge fucking monumental event? Because at July 2001, we would have been half year, halfway through, halfway through our HSC year. Our final school which year. is which is a huge part of your fucking life. Shit, maybe I got it for his seventeenth, or maybe you never got it for no, him no, at all because no, you've no, listened no, to no. it yourself and <laughs> no, didn't no, give it to him. No, because no, because Smith's our year. So yeah. so he'd have been eighteen in two thousand and fucking one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, 2000. so, so two thousand and one. So like that's why that. It, but I was listening to that, and I'm listening to fucking today, like. Sixteen years later, yeah. that's to, that's ridiculous. You know, listen to an album weekend. and it's like, oh, this just come out the other month, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this come out in two thousand and four, bitch. <laughs> You're like, fuck. But that, but that's the thing. Like when you talk about music, like I listen to music and and takes me straight back. Like for example, this afternoon I was listening to Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle is an artist like from like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah. But that's the shit. Like I grew up when I was living around your house, parents. like your yeah. parents playing and that. And that's the thing, like because of spring, there's something about it that just sparked in my mind, and and I and I want it, my daughter to listen. It almost that. makes you like smell. Smell shit. Absolutely. Like, smell or taste stuff. Like, why do I, when, when you say smell, when you smell stuff, does it take you back to, like, oh, like, like smelling, smelling memories. To- oh, totally different. Man. Like, smelling memories, totally different. But I'm saying, like, music, like, it'll take you back, to, it a, back. It'll take you to a spot. It'll take you to, like, the yeah. place, and you can smell what the fuck's happening there. What's that album or that band that you remember your parents playing at home that bring oh, you back to that thing growing question. up? Good question. You know what I got? You hit it first, Jay. Um, it's Bob Marley, um, Legends fucking mm-hmm. album. It's just best of Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amazing. Great yeah. With that, which I, I have all my dad's records now, and Katie just bought me a record player. Yeah, it just. Oh. <laughs> and, and last night, last night, my eight year tattoo anniversary, I fucking was just like, I'm going to fucking have a night. Katie was working a bit late, so I come home. Play some records. I got my records out. There's something very romantic and nostalgic about I know exactly getting, what you're saying. getting records out. And she got me this fucking awesome record player. And um, so I got out Amy Winehouse. I got a, I bought, I bought some Oasis um, records. Yeah. Oasis. Have you seen the Oasis documentary? It's so um, good. Hallelujah. It's f- How fucking it's, good is it's that? It's fucking amazing. And so I got like, I, I used to like Oasis and then watching the documentary, I was like, this, these, these, you loved Oasis? These guys are my fucking guys. <laughs> I've, I've been listening to these guys for years, I swear. So anyway, I got, I got some fucking Oasis fucking records, but Amy Winehouse on record is, is, 
fucking next level. So I was listening to that last night and I had Bob Marley out. So I had fucking Oasis, um, Amy Winehouse, Bob Marley. Um, I, had, I had Joan Baez and, oh, and, yeah. and Sixto Rodriguez. When you, when you listen to records, do you feel uh, like a like a warmness? Like um, there's something. You, there's you've something been listening this, to CDs your whole life, right? But when you listen to a record, there's something so different about listening to a record. It's it's is that sound quality is a bit. No, it's, 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 no well, it's, 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 it's it's like different? listening to records is an event. Yeah, okay. We're, we're, we're so fucking, we're so fucking used to, like, I have my iPad here. Just skip, and, and, skip, and, and, skip. And, and, yeah. I have, and I have Spotify on there, and I've paid extra money to skip through the fucking ads, and I can listen to any fucking song I want that isn't local or EP or whatever in a fucking mm. instant, and... With my with records, you can only listen to half an album, yeah, and then you and then, you're, and you're and then, and then you're gonna flip it, it. drop the needle. But yeah. that's that's an event. So like last night, I had red wine. It's just it's it's an event. It's a it's yeah. a, it's such a, a very warm. It's like warm a feeling. It's like a listening economy. Like t- today, I had I was the other side of the spectrum. I was um uh, we're hanging inside, and you know the best thing about having spotters. Spotify's when any anything pops into your head, you can play it straight, straight away. away. Yeah. So you know a song popped into my head today. Shake it off, Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. Okay. Don't was... know then. <laughs> I thought you would get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm disappointed. Amazing, now, amazing if you did. <laughs> it would have been like the card story. Still got my deck of cards. Ready, ready to go. Ready. Now the the song uh, popped in my head was Jimmy Barnes' "Lay Down Your Guns." Lay down your guns, ass around, come on, lady. Like, that shit, like, I've, I don't even know where the fuck that come in my psyche. I sometimes wake up with songs in my fucking head that I haven't listened to in years, and I'd be like, why the fuck? I woke up the other day with fucking Queen, um, Fat, fat Bottom, bottom Girls. girls. <laughs> And I was like, have I just been fucking fat chicks in my dreams or what? I was like, ah, oh, cool. And then I fucking played it, played it for a bit in the shower. I was like, yeah, sweet. How fucking like amazing. Like you go back to listening to these artists like Queen. Have you watched a documentary on Queen? Yeah. There's, no, I, 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 watched, I, watched, I watched a really good one. Me and Katie watched one really, really good one in the last year, I think. And it goes through their whole fucking career and follows Freddie Mercury's Full ups and downs to his to when his, he's doing to, opera, to an opera album, yeah, and shit like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Great, dog that's dog. probably the most that's realist a, one I've that's seen. That's a yeah. fucking fantastic, yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real good one. But it's like, have you like music? I think it's so. Even though obviously uh, trends change and everything, mm-hmm. music these days fucking pretty much sucks, as in mainstream sort of music. But like, if you like, I've I've just been starting listening to Joy Division. Have you given Joy Division a fucking no. go? Oh, what are they saying? Um, dan dan. Oh, what the fuck is it? Um, Joy Division. They sing that song Lo- about Lo- being young. Love what will tear us apart. Yeah, love will tear us apart again. But there's another one they sing. There's another. Ah, uh, she's lost control. There's a few of them. Anyway, they're similar to the Smiths and stuff. But yeah, okay, like, yeah, yeah. but it's like. It's so fucking like relevant, but like their albums were made in nineteen fucking eighty. It's it's like I just love how music does that as well. It's like 
even listening to Nirvana records and all that sort of shit. I know you say that, but then well, you look well, at like Kendrick Lamar's new album, and that is fucking dope. Oh, it's epic it's as brand fuck. New yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, but, but like rap needed something yeah. like that definitely to fucking shake that shit up. Like, but like I th- like you could listen to music. I think from the fifties. I think from the fifties. Always timeless. Timeless. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking sort of uneducated because I'm not a musical fucking talented person. You don't need to be. But, you but, need but, but like, but like, but like, I, from, but like from, I think from the fifties to fucking to now, I think all our stuff is going to be recycled. Like, well, it's, it's in, all- in, in, in in a good way, you know. Like, like I was saying, like, listen, listen to Joy Division at the moment. It's like 1980. Like listen, like I've always listened to Nirvana. That's that's that's, that's yeah. the nineties. And then you got Rodriguez, which I listen to regularly, and that's like fucking six. You've listened to Rodriguez, yeah? Oh, I've seen the documentary. Have you listened to his fucking music? Nah. Are you kidding? Yes. No. Fuck no, me. I'm not kidding. Fuck me. Cold Fact, his first album is like next fucking level. Yeah. I t- it took me dad to the fucking concert last yes, year. Yes, yes, yeah, that's I right. I saw you thinking. It was fucking incredible. I mean, sorry, the experience was incredible. His music wasn't as good as the fucking record. Obviously, he's about fucking 70, 80 years old at the moment. But, like, he's, like, if you've watched the documentary, you know you know the story and everything. But that first, yeah. the first album, Cold Fact, is, like, front to back is fucking timeless. See, like, when I think about, um, like, like old school music, like, you, you can... As far back as you go, like you got, you know, Elvis rocking the the sixties and whatnot. You you got the seventies coming through. Where you got the, you know, the the new wave kind of music happening. But there's there's this thing for me that I've got this absolute. You mentioned it before this romanticism, and it's about like um, Mark Cohn, like um, you know that song. Um, I saw the ghost of Elvis, nineteen eighty two, photo him up. So it's that song. With this whole thing, like the killers do, and the killers, a big part of the killers is, and and that's a big part of music these days. It's not just about a music. There's a part of the story. So the killers are like a, this whole thing happening where they got this Vegas thing happening where part of their lyrics are talking about Vegas, and you know it's like um, for me like well, where they come from, where they come from. But when I listen to songs like that, it's like I've got this. Who are you like, referencing to start off with? It was Mark Mark Cohn. Mark Cohn. Never know C- that. C O H N. When were they? But like what? Is is Mark is Mark Cohn like a old artist? Yeah, he's an older artist. Okay. Yeah. But what 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 he's singing about is he's singing about Elvis and Graceland. But I've got this thing about when I hear those songs, and it takes me back to like listening to music like um in like the southern states, like near airfields and okay, yeah, yeah. So it's got it's it's got a. Atmospheric sound, but but it's not country. It's not it's not country like you you'd expect to hear like when you talk yeah. about those areas. But there's this absolute like when I li- when I listen to um ah oh, what the, who who sings free falling because I'm free free where the fuck is that you're the musician bro uh, <laughs> people listening right now are fucking wait wait wait, 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 wait. I, got, I got the fucking Google free machine Hold who on. sings free falling. Free falling. Oh, and, and I won't back down. Brett is love. If you're listening to this, I apologize. I apologize. And if you are listening, congratulations. It's, you're at 5,000 subscribers. It's, it's, it's Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Jesus. 
I knew that all along. I didn't, I didn't even need, I didn't even need Google. <laughs> but, but what How I'm good is having Google, though? <laughs> you guys got to get this shit. Curva. What are you talking about? Google, Google's Curva. Hey, what's, what's, what's the dude's name on Rogan? Jamie? Jamie. Ja- uh, yeah, our I'm, young Jamie's... I'm, I'm being Jamie. I'm our, being J with the M. Our Me. young Jamie's Curva, <laughs> but he lives three hours away, so he yeah, won't right. drive down for every show. But, but, but part of that music that I listen to is so... It's, it's not just listening so to music. It's like the, I've got this whole visual the, associated with it. Atmospheric feel. When I say atmospheric, I can't say atmospheric because what, what I'm saying is when I listen to it, it takes me to this scene of like it's like sun's going down, so sweeping vi- it's planes. Vi- it's visual. A, is it visual? Yeah, like it's it's golden and it's and it's country, but it's not that whole country. And I, I, un- country I understand music. what you mean, but it's like but but that's the magic. That's the magic of music because I can listen to it. Oh, you can listen to it. Someone else could listen to it and have a totally totally different different experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I I mentioned an artist from today and an artist from back, like who was massive in the nineties, eighties, but like gives you that same feeling. Yeah. So, so here's 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 the thing I want you to do: get on Spotify next next week or so, and type in Donnie Darko, and 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 listen. There's a playlist, Donnie Darko playlist. Listen, Jack Gyllenhaal. Yeah, list, listen to that playlist, and it's it's all eighties, it's all eighties fucking crackers, and it's and it's like those songs could be created today, and you'd be fucking frothing on them. It's like fuck me. Hey, Tears for Fears. They were fucking dudes. Are you fucking serious? Tears yeah. for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for I Fears. I love bro. Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. That song, man. When my daughter was born, she was so tiny, and I played it every night. I yeah, give her a bath. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You're a dad. Right. <laughs> it's Father's Day tomorrow. You I get just it. I get it. Donnie right. Darko. And shout out to Father's Day to all the fathers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, that's that's a fucking thing. You guys are dads. Yeah, dude. How, think, how, how do you guys feel about? Hey, fucking. It's um, actually Father's Day right now. Father's Cause Cause we're, we're listening. It's like it's oh, early morning oh, on Father's we're, Day. Oi, we're 12 past 12. Yeah. Father- to all the fathers listening, mm. shouts out to you. Father's Day is massive for me kids. That's where's what's huge. No, but like I think I was saying to you before, like as I was riding out here, like I'm I'm thinking of old dads. Mm. No, no, no. You know, like Lowe's, Lowe's shopping dads, you know. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, 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 then, and then I thought like, fuck, like. Like me best mates are fuck like most of me best mates are fucking dads. Like mm. does does that does that change? Does that what what's that what's that make you feel? Because it's because like do you do you still celebrate your fucking dads? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> or are you like sorry, dude? I'm a dad now. <laughs> you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I'm pretty much good. Well, ashes, ashes, to ashes, <laughs> dust to dust. You're dead to us. Yeah, ashes to ashes, dad to dad. Get the fuck out of here. So I'm pretty much going to do that just as it's because what you're supposed to do. But the whole dad thing is my kids are stoked on it, man. Especially my oldest daughter because she's at that age. Like she's stoked because she knows his father's day. How how old is she? She's four. Is she aware? Yeah, of, yeah. of dad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, she's I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, know yeah. she's aware of you. But no, is she she aware of like she's at that age where she shit. understands that whole thing, and I yeah. guess being drummed into her through a daycare or whatnot. So I'm going to get a macaroni <laughs> necklace and all that shit. But she's <laughs> all got, the good shit. But the best we're, is silly we're Jerry. Just, we're just going to go hang it on the fridge. The best. The best thing is, and Mads, I'm going to shout you out, Maddie, my youngest daughter, Maddie May. I'm going to shout her out because because uh, Mum's going to listen to these after the fact. 
So she wanted to tell me so hard what she fucking got me, which was what she got me. It was what my wife got me. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the so so kids so kids presents to their dads for the first fucking eighteen years yeah, from their mum. Yeah, so <laughs> she's she's made me some she's made me some fucking cool art stuff. Here's some I'm old spice go. you fuck with, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on a horse. Here's some mambo board shorts. But he goes, just when you take me to bed, just remind me. I go, yeah. No worries, doggy. I go, yeah. So I went to bed and she goes, hey, dad, this is what you got for Father's Day. She goes, I'm not telling you everything, but I'm telling you something that you're not going to like. But I got it for you. But you're not going to like this thing. That's what I'm telling you. What'd you fucking get? I hate bananas, right? I fucking hate bananas. I'm actually anticipating what you got. You you built the hype. I hate bananas. Are you McGregor's fucking (laughs) brother? Yeah, 100 million. (laughs) But you got a banana. (laughs) And she knows it. I got, like, apparently, and I don't know yet because tomorrow's when I'm opening this present, I got socks with bananas on it. Banana socks. See, so, what, you don't like bananas? I fucking hate Like, them. no, no, wait, you don't like the taste? You don't like, look at them, touch them, and what? I hate the potential taste. I hate the texture. <laughs> I hate the shape. I'm actually writing every- this for I hate the down, name. Because I'm going to ha- forget this. I hate everything with the word B. I hate... <laughs> <laughs> I hate banana man! <laughs> I hate giraffes. Do, hate- do you know about I this? I hate giraffes because they're too close to the color of bananas. GK. Bananas in pajamas is my worst TV show of all time. I hate all things, everything to do with yellow, to do with bananas. Wait, wait, wait. Just stop. Do you know GK hates bananas and has possibly never eaten one in his fucking life? Dude, if I walked into your house and I saw a banana in a fruit bowl... I would potentially. There's think, always bananas in my fruit bowl. I would think so less of you. <laughs> uh, Get the I, fuck I, out, I would, man! I my daughter and I had a banana ceremony today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to. I, I, <laughs> no, like I the, potentially want to burn this house no, down. No, the, the, the ultimate gym snacks, like peanut butter, banana, and honey on a sandwich. Oh yeah, my ultimate gym snacks are protein fucking shake, bitch, bro science. <laughs> so I walk into this bedroom and my daughter goes, "Dad, I'm going to tell you this shit." And at this time, my wife's going. In, and I hear the shower running, and she goes, Maddie, she goes, shower's on. Mum bought you banana socks. So I'm guessing they're socks with bananas on them. And wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Are they like proper banana socks? Oh, my, I don't know. I haven't so got is it yet. the flavour or just the image of it? No, I, no, this, this cunt's fucked up. I'll tell you next <laughs> week. But I said to Maddie, I go, I fucking hate bananas. And she goes, I know, that's what I'm telling you. That's- they're from mum. And she said, she's going to put them in mine or Piper's present. But just so you know. That's she was heading up that you're going to get something that you what, despise. How, how, how does Maddie know about you not liking bananas? Because if them kids walk into a freaking room, Fizz, with them eating a banana, I will lose my shit. That's so weird. The, but one, banana. Have you seen the ad? Banana. Do you remember? Heavenly things on earth. Do you remember? Do you remember? Would you take a banana in the butt for a million bucks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the fucking question. Fuck <laughs> oh, so off. So now you like bananas. What would you do if money didn't mean anything? <laughs> I'd, bananas in the butt. <laughs> I'd let Floyd Mayweather give me a banana in the butt. I don't care. But anyway, she was she knew she knows. She knows I hate them, and that's my heads up for Father's Day. I said, Alright, sweet. Make sure they're in Piper, who's her younger yeah. sister's present, because if they come from one of you 
you'd drop in on the totem pole from favourite kid, which rotates daily, and they've just worked it out that this rotates. They've worked do you, out do you, do you you're have, not permanent favourite. So, so yeah, okay. So you got you got you got two kids. There's I I don't have any children. I've got two fucking cats, and they're dickheads. But um, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Um, do you, so you have favourites? Yeah, yeah, strong like, favourites. Is but that, no, wait, 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 wait. Is that is that a, is that a comical response or is that a fucking reasonable dad response? That's a reasonable on, dad response on, on Father's Day. That's a reasonable dad response. Oh, I've got I've got solid favourites, but this favouritism. Shout out to dads. This favouritism. Do you guys have fucking? Do you guys have favourites? This favouritism. I know we've shouted out Sean. Is Dwyer. it is it a bad thing? No, no, no. I've know we shouted out Sean Dwyer earlier in this podcast. I'm shouting him again because he's got twins, so it would be really hard for him with these favourites. Because has he got a boy and a girl? Yeah, yeah. So there may, there may be some boy, boy and a girl, boy and a girl, twins. That, like first kids, boy and a girl, boy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking knock, <laughs> tick that box. So uh, what, let's yeah. get the fucking snip. We, the, we, we could do something else now. Like yeah, <laughs> what the kids didn't know is favoritism. It's a moving scale. This is a moving scale. You can be favorite one day and you can plummet, plummet. You can not even be. What, what, what are your what are your children years wise? Like between four and one and a half. So the so that two and a half years. Yeah, or two and a half years. So the so the four year old was. So, what a, can we rationalize your favorite based on age? Yeah. Okay. So the four year old. Do you have a, a graph? Yeah, a, 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 do you have a chart? I need a, a PowerPoint pie, presentation. Do you, do, you a, do you have a clipboard with your chart and walk, walk around your house in your banana socks? <laughs> Which will be burnt. They'll be burnt. They'll be burnt at the stake like the witches okay. of fucking uh, Salem. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, so, so what? So what? Oh fuck! That's a good fucking movie. Have you seen Lords of Salem? No, no but I've seen Hocus Pocus. Ro- <laughs> Bit different. Rob Zombie, Lords of Salem. Oh, check so, it out. Yeah. Anyway, so why would you have? So like, Matt, what 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 makes your okay? What so, makes your favorite? So my oldest daughter automatically ranked favorite because she she'd been there for a couple of years, three years before the yeah, second yeah, one came. Yeah, yeah, big time. We got secret handshakes. We've got a fucking language. We understand how to play the fucking leader of the we opposition, know, being know, my wife. Yeah, we know how to do. We know how to manipulate mum. Yeah, we know how to do. We know how to do this. So she she works. And she, just just listen to this. Yeah, yeah she listens. <laughs> I'm not going to just thank for putting up with Jordy. I'm not going to give away our secrets. Thank you for making our friend happy. <laughs> for me, Maddie, you're playing you. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> she comes in. It's the usual suspects. <laughs> and my youngest daughter gets cuter and cuter and cuter. So she starts winning on cute points. Oh, you know? she, she can't really talk yet. She can't really talk when she's a baby, but she's yeah, got yeah, cute yeah. on her side. How, how, how old is Papa? One and a half. And so she yeah. gets. So Maddie starts losing. This she's getting so cute points. Maddie's starting losing on dude points because she's getting a bit. Cocky. Bit, bit mouthy. She's she getting mouthy. She knows she's a number one, so she's getting comfortable. Yeah. She's like LeBron, but LeBron's not working on her <laughs> she, game. So she's dropping she, down. Like She's losing playoffs to Golden she, State now. She's been, watching, she's been you, watching UFC fucking... <laughs> Um, pre-fight um, interviews. She's going. believing in. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's believing in her impress. Uh, well, oh, I'm going to send you to bed, Maddie. You're going to do a Norton. You're going to do a fucking Norton GK, and you're like, where did you learn that from? She's believing in her own press. Like James Hooper's writing some fucking shit up, and she's believing in her own press. She's making the finals every year without even trying. She's got a million dollar fight. You don't even know. So about anyway, that. see, that's the thing about that age. Like for for my daughter, she's starting to speak for the first time, and now that's like, fucking. 
pretty amazing. It's amazing. Shout it's, out to amazing child talk. Oh, dude. <laughs> but when you start hearing your, your spawn, like, starting to speak, it's, it's so It sounds like a it's movie just, that, like, Ridley Scott wrote, Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> spawn. Is that even the right word? Shout out to anyone who knows what Sibling. spawn means. Sibling? No. No, siblings are like your brother or sister. But, oh, but the thing about... The thing about my daughter is, like, she's starting to speak. So, you know, you say, you know, what, is, what does a puppy dog say? She goes, woof, woof, woof. And it sounds so sweet. Mm. What does a pussycat say? She goes, meow. So sweet and high. And what does like, dad Whoa. say? <laughs> Fuck, Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, what does mommy say? She goes, I got my parents. Tampons. But that's the, but that's the thing. It's like, um, it's like this new dimension to, like, this, like, young little thing that's growing and like obviously anything do you feel that- a huge responsibility both of you guys for molding uh dude massively yes i do like 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 do you do you think you have more of a responsibility now than our parents yep yes and uh, this is my thing my thing yeah what do you mean by that as in our parent generation 80s parenting which I believe is the best sort of parent. It is parenting. Who gives a shit? <laughs> who, who gives a fuck? Just be home by the lights are on. <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you want. Just be home by the lights are on. It's like, sweet. I'm going to go bash some hookers and fucking do heroin. No dramas. As long as the fucking lights are on by a hot time of home. Yeah, their whole thing was street lights, Ninja Turtles, and tie dye. <laughs> yeah. Buy your kid a Ninja Turtle figure. SP. Buy, buy your kid a Ninja Turtle figure. Be stoked for a year. It's like, I mean, because of media and I fucking hate the word social media because of the whole social media and everything um, you guys might feel more of a responsibility to mould your kids minds into fucking geniuses as in our parents were just fucking happy to yeah. raise healthy kids in school put, put fucking food in their mouths you know yeah, dude, my, but, my, like, my, like how, how do you feel about that because uh, I've got two girls and I've come from a family of 12 boys what? Like, no, no, no. Put that in perspective. Okay, so... Because <laughs> you're not the fucking eldest of 12. Stop, <laughs> oh, What the fuck? So, okay, Put so... Put it in realistic I'm terms. A, I'm the eldest of three boys. You know, you're not part of the Williams family. <laughs> We're the, I've got three brothers, and then all my cousins are boys, too. So, all, everyone, yeah, yeah. 12 so, of them boys. Yeah. So, we were the first to bring a girl into the clique. Yeah. So my whole thing is now to bring up strong friggin' females that think you can, you can do, do, you can do whatever anything. the fuck a, b- a boy can do and you can do it better and as competent and that's... Yeah, yeah. My whole thing is... and You're a person, you can do it as, yeah, bo- as, and, be- as much as... But, yeah. And project fucking confidence. So whatever you do, just be fucking confident in what you're doing. Yeah. Is that what you want to instill in your girls? My, what a biggest thing I want to instill in my girls for is, uh, which I think doesn't get looked at by a lot of things. Everyone's going to get, be academically smart, be this, be fucking sociably fucking smart, be able to connect with people, be it's able like, to... It's like streetwise, street, streetwise speech. smart or fucking academically smart? Be both. Be streetwise, but be academic, but be able to be social with people. I don't give a fuck if you're the smartest motherfucker in your school and you've got 99.9999999% in your fucking TER or HSE. If you can't freaking... What the fuck do, is TER? Oh, it's the new HSE. Oh, okay. But if you can't sort of go into a workplace and deal with A-tar. Jay Smith or Far, or you can't deal with Molly Mooks or whoever else is across from you, you've freaking got nothing. 
if you can't deal with those people yeah. socially, you you got shit. Dude, and socially, is so friggin'. If you can't make friends, you got shit. You going and got yeah, shit. You got you to be wary of people without friends. Dude, oh, big time, big time. Dude, you you spot on with it's what you're saying. Socially like, awkward. It, 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 he, here's the thing about it's called 21st century skills. It's oh, about- I like this. I like where you're going. I like that tone. I've heard that tone before. <laughs> what, what, what message did I send you last week? <laughs> I don't know. No, no. It was. It, remember, I sent you a fucking message. It was like, it was like idi- idiocracy, fucking detrimental or something. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll, I'll find it. Give me disjointed incrementalism. Ah, oh, oh. that's a fucking word. That's two, that, that's two words. But, but that's the thing. But that's the thing, right? So you, you talk about like your disjointed incrementalism. Disjointed so incrementalism. But what you're talking about is your daughter's having a skill. It's called a soft skill. No one teaches this. You, but like, how do you know about it? Social studies. Well, because <laughs> you got taught it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you know, what drives my learning is like, what are the skills you're going to need? Like, here, here's the thing: if you have a child, Jay, yeah, if you have a child, you you want to teach them. I have two. Yeah, okay, two cats. Who knows talking. where they are? No, no, I'm joking. Shout out to any single mothers. You're amazing. <laughs> In Spain you're amazing. or America no, or somewhere. You're amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. But what I'm saying is, like, if you want to teach a child something, it's like you want to teach them how to be able to live by themselves. You, you want to teach them how to all the skills they need to not live in your house when they grow up. Uh, to you not I mean? to not be like reliant on yeah someone yeah else. yeah yeah reliant on you. So you what, wanted them you want them to move out by the age of eighteen yes, if, yes. if they want not be and forced and, 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 and but have, have the skills and have confidence confidence yeah. to do my, that. My so thing is to not rely on someone else. Far my thing is you don't want. I don't want to bring girls up that are reliable on a partner to uh, sustain them or to make them financially uh, responsible or anything. I want you to be able to go, this is a shit relationship. I'm out. I'm not staying in this because I can't afford the rent without them. Yeah, yeah. But how the fuck fuck would you do that? I want to set a good example of how I treat my wife. I want to set just a baseline for them to say, you deserve fucking better than sort of shit that goes out. Yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah. There's shit out there, and there is. There of is. course, I want to set them that that's not that's not what you fucking need, and that's not that's what's that's not the norm. Mm. You 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 want something better than that, and you yeah. you you can be out there. You can pay your rent. You can pay your bills. You can fill your car up with petrol. You can fucking pay yes. your phone bill without relying on someone else's paycheck coming in. So so what you're talking about is these other skills that aren't taught in a in the curriculum that we grew up in, right? So there's this. So there's do, this you, thing do, you, called, do you think there'll ever be? Well. It's 100% happening right now. So it's called the four C's of 21st century skills. What do you need? What Which skills? is getting taught in schools? Yeah, or in some schools. Moving to that. Yeah, okay. Moving, yeah, yeah. moving towards, all right, here's this child. Here's this child that is in our class. What's the world he's going to live in? Well, here's a couple of things. Like there's, um, he, he's going to have at least 10 different um, like um, working environments. Ten different industries that he or she will work in before they get to where they're before at. Before they get to where they're at, mm. because like you, like I talked to my dad. My dad's just finishing up thirty years of being a mechanic. Mechanic, right? yeah. So he's a, this, this is the re, re, realism. Like, yeah, like for me, like I'm, I'm not going to be doing the same thing for thirty years. But so when we well, talk you, about soft you've skills, already changed careers realistically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the last ten years. 
Big yeah, change. Yeah, 100%. Twice, massive, three times. Massive change. But and but yourself, is, you and, you, and you as well, everyone in this, yeah, yeah. In this studio. So when you talk about 21st century skills, if I was teaching, for example, if I was a teacher and I was teaching your child, like <laughs> I would have to teach like uh, your child a couple of things. One is how to collaborate. How do you get on with other people? So do they teach social fucking skills? Absolutely. So I, know, I don't know that. And they don't advertise that in media, which I think is fucking weird. The only thing like, that me, happens me, in the media cause, is cause, like... Because like, sh- me, me and Katie talk about it as like... Like, in schools, we should be taught stuff that you use every fucking day. Yeah. Like, like, like you should be taught driving fucking skills. Mm-hmm. At an early age, like through your teens, yeah. just little things, because it 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 instills you, it instills like that stuff into you. You're gonna use that. You're gonna be driving every day. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna be using algebra every day. That's, yeah, that that's a very really loose comment to say, like you know, but it's like you need to and social skills. You use that every fucking day. All right. So when you talk about social skills, it's it's. It's 100% communication. The way that I could communicate to you, the way you can communicate to me. So, like that's something yeah, you need to embed so, into. So, so do you reckon someone, say, of our age who doesn't have social skills could be taught social skills at a young age? Absolutely. Do you reckon that? Do you no, reckon no, that no, could no, be? No, no, no. Or do, do you reckon it's the person? There's a difference between what, what you're saying is being taught. Do you reckon social skills are like... Are, are there already somehow, or when, or do you reckon it's how they're brought up, dude? If if, is, if, is, if is, is, like is it a skill that's that's done that way? Yeah. If if you talk about social skills, I want to talk about communication. And if I was going to teach someone communication, I can't teach communication to you. But what I need to do is yeah. lay a couple of platforms where you need to communicate with people. And while you're communicating, I'm going to pull you up and say, listen, I'm going to give you some feedback on how you're communicating. You're doing this really well, but here's your next step. You know what I mean? Okay. That's the way I would teach you that. Yeah. How do you communicate? That's, that's how you do it. But it's okay. not just communication. When we talk about 21st century skills... It's communication. It's being able to critically think about something. I so, like that words. Critically think. Critically think it's about like something. It's like thinking, but critically. Critically. It's like, you, you know, people talk about like um, fake news. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Don't. Here's the thing. If you're an observer on Facebook, right, and you could be 100% sucked Is this a term in, I should be... No, it, like if you like if observer, it, you mean just someone who doesn't react with anything. If, if, oh, sorry. Yeah, if you're engaging with Facebook, if you're not interacting with anything, you're just looking and. If you're just looking, you're not communicating. You're not engaging with yeah, it. Yeah. You're just yeah. absorbing information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're just absorbing information, you need critical thinking skills. You need to, you need to be able to interpret and say, okay, well, here's the thing. Like um, people say, all oh, Muslims are terrorists. That's that's bullshit. That's, that's absolute bullshit. When, when Paul and Hanson walks into the Senate and with a burqa on, and, and you know, like, and and spits the whole thing about we want to ban the burqa, but that's if I was thinking critically about it, it's like, okay, well, here's the thing. So you, when you think you critically, an, you analyze situations, like, yeah, okay. When and, and when you talk about analyzing. If you're going to analyze, it's, it's, analyzing is based in reason, right? Yeah. So getting re- both sides and weighing them up and coming out with your own. Well, yeah, it's, it's just that's about, part of it. It's, that's it's, part it's of just it. Just fucking knowledge, yeah. But if you're reasoning, you're going to reason a couple of ways, right? So if it's deductive reasoning, deductive reasoning means um, 
here are a couple of clauses, okay? Here yep. are a couple of... No, not clauses. They're called premises. It, here are a few premises, and based on these premises, which are 100% true, we have the conclusion which is 100% true. That's deductive reasoning, right? Yep. If you have inductive reasoning, it means like these premises that you have don't actually meet up with your conclusion. So you say all all Muslims are terrorists or all people who um who are wearing burqas are uh, they're they're actually um they could be a terrorist. That's inductive reasoning. What's your reasoning? Because all all these people who worn um burqas they've um they're related to terrorists or that they've been involved in some terrorist activity. Yeah. Therefore, they must be terrorists. That's bullshit. That's 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 inductive reason. It's, and when you say inductive, you talk about in, an inference. And an inference is when if I imply something for you to interpret that, you need to infer that. Which means that um, if I say that, you know, well, you know, oh, Jordy, Jordy's a terrorist. You might infer that he's a Muslim, which is absolute bullshit. Well, it's yeah, that, the, the fucking whole terrorist word through the nineties, terrorists was like anyone was doing a in a fucking Die Hard movie. Yes, yes. which could have been a fucking blue, blue, a blue, blue, blue eyed fucking blonde haired. Yeah, it's a German or a fucking yeah, yeah, Russian. Yeah, so, so or a terrorist, a, a, a terrorist is anyone who's causing fucking terror yeah. with, within a community or whatever. Yeah, not just a fucking uh, a, well, a, a, a Muslim from the Middle East or whatever. It's yeah. it's it's it's. So when they yeah you know, on the media now and they're saying possible terrorist thing, it's like it it, it could be fucking anyone. As, as soon but, as you hear yeah. a word like possible, as soon as you hear something like that, yeah. you've got to start switching on your. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, like as soon as you see anything on the fucking news, you should be you should be like um, engaging in what they're saying. All right, that's 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 being said, or I'm seeing that. I'm going to make my own conclusion by doing some fucking research on it or whatever. Blah blah blah. blah. Like you shouldn't just fucking. It's like the media these days. I think is oh, I don't want to get too fucking political and bullshit. I, I yeah, think I, do I, I think, it. I, think it's, I, I think it's so fucking manipulated, like like so hard. And I believe that you should question everything, everything that's posted, anything that's anything that's put on your on your TV. Just question fucking everything and make your own decision at the end of that. I don't think you should just just. Fucking follow the mob. Yeah, just don't believe whatever you've been yeah, hearing. Yeah, whatever like, rhetoric like, been spit. Like, you know, like like people. There's all this. Like I love what like watching conspiracy theory docos and all that sort of shit. Like I love that. And there's got conspiracy theory docs. Um, there's a channel on YouTube. I think it's all time conspiracies, which has the most ridiculous conspiracies, but it also has some legit. No, no, it also has some videos which is like ten conspiracies which turned out to be fucking true. It's like, it's not like conspiracy. I think you've spoken about it before. Mm. As soon as you mention conspiracy, everyone's yeah, like, everyone's a, like oh, oh this guy's crazy. And it's like, yeah, cool. But do some fucking research. And then maybe fucking 15 years later, this shit might have come true. Yeah. Every, I, I don't think any possible thing should be ruled out. No. All, all of a sudden. You know, it's like, it's, it's like the whole, um, Hillary, it, Hillary Trump sort of, um, fucking, not debate, um, election. And they're saying all these people, other people are involved and it made this big thing. And it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Like, we don't fucking know. And we'll probably never know. We'll know about 20 fucking years. There's this thing called the, um, the knowledge economy. And what that means is when we grew up, we used to, we used to grow up and, um, when we were, had to be educated, 
we had to go to like a university because the university was the soul of all knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So move a generation forward. Now that we've got like the internet, for example, there is um, there's these new absolute um, participatory nodes of a network, which means that anyone could research anything that they want to learn. You want to learn about how to do a kickflip. You want to learn about the history of a kickflip. You could do that. Type it into Google and you can YouTube type it in or Google. whatever. So this whole thing, like of the knowledge economy, is like it used to be one for all, but now there are all these different. There are all these different. Um, I guess uh, dispensaries of information because as soon as the internet was created, like anyone could log in and find out anything they wanted, and that's the same with media. All right, so because back in the day when we were kids, you used to grow up and you used to watch the news, right? And the news was the source of all truth, and no one ever questioned that. It was never. It was never. Oh, hey, some, ooh, something you questioned <laughs> so what, what was in the 6pm bulletin was fucking gospel no, yeah well, that's, that's what it is but now that um, people can present the exact same news with a, a whole different perspective like, uh, and when I say a whole different perspective you talk about North Korea North Korea like I saw news at the start of oh, it could have been like last Wednesday morning there was this uh, news thing that North Korea had um, fired fired a, a nuke into the Japanese over, 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 went over, over Japan, Japan? Yeah. over Japan. It's so like what actually the fuck happened? Yeah. So did that, people see it like cruising? Like where the fuck was it going? So, so, so the first first thing I've researched is show me the trajectory of this. Where did it go through? So you know, Japan has two islands. There's a you know, there's a large body of water that separates two parts of Japan. Japan, and it had this trajectory that went over the bottom. So part you did of, your own research. Well, yeah, well... Yeah, but, fucking oath. But, yeah, but as, when I did, as, as you should. But the thing is, when I did my own research, it was like, I, I still feel it was skewed because it, it showed a missile flying between this um, the two main um, parts of Japan um, where... And I'm 100% not saying that it's okay to shoot a missile between... Uh, a country that has two islands with a body of water separating it. So the way it was portrayed is like you know it went over part of uh, Japan and 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 it maybe did, but a part of me want to hear that shit. Like I'm one hundred percent questioning everything that's that's happening when it comes to like U.S. and is North that, Korea. Is that is that part of critical thinking? Questioning everything is that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then it's like. What do you do with that, Criddle? Like, what do you do with that? I, I think you then you use... We, podca- right. we podcast it. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, okay, it's an interesting point. I just thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, so everyone's free thinking and doing what, fucking, what they want mm-hmm. and making their own conclusions and thinking the media is a bunch of bullshit. But then what do we do with it? Do we start a fucking revolution, a media revolution? Like what? Yeah, that's what we'll we, that's have, we haven't talked about this before, dude, dude. How about this one? How about this one? Right? If you um, sign up to a, um, if you sign up to a charity, and um, if you run five k's, and you can raise funds for the charity, mm-hmm. yep. Why do they set it up like that? Because they want to set it up so you actually do something to feel like you've contributed. If you do something, we'll all give you money. 
and that money goes to the actual charity, right? And that's the biggest fallacy in charity, you know, where your money actually goes. Does it go to the actual cause? There was, there was, there was a big thing on that shit. So you talk about like there was, a, there was a yeah huge thing on that. So have you seen the comedian um, Australian bloke living in England? Does uh, that Jim Jeffries? No no no, 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 Adam Hills. Uh, no, no, no. He's um. Do you want to keep we, saying no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, just keep running. <laughs> no, he's um. We, we've spoken about him before. He's the guy that does the um. Oh, uh, the, the offended bit. Yes. Uh, he's um. Hold on. I'll get, well, I'll he, get him up. He t- he talks about a. He, talk, um, he talks about charity. A derby or a you know, welcome to the and everyone's having eckies or no, no, <laughs> something no, no, like no, that. No, 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 no. He talks about charity and he's saying what he's. Oh, the guy with the beard. He's, he's got beard long hair. Yeah. He's, like, he's, like, he's like an old school sort of rocker dude. And what and what he's saying is is like he's like he's he like, does the offended bit. What are you yeah, offended? Yeah, he's. Um, and he says, like, why why are charities like that? Um, I can fucking. He's like, I'll oh, give give us your money, and we'll make sure he gets it. Yeah. He's like, I can just give it to the guy on the street. I know he's going to yeah, get it. it. I know he's going to get it. Um, his name is Steve Hughes. <coughs> that guy. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's well, yeah, he's like basically saying like like charities are like a bit of a farce, and then I like. It wasn't because of him, but there's a thing come out that's like you can actually look up how much of a percentage of your of, dollars of, go of, to of the actual go, cause, and, and it's like fuck you, like like Red Cross, Salvation Army can go fuck themselves. And oh, that sounds so bad, but but it's like the percentage of what they're actually doing for people is fuck all. Yeah, so you know but, that he, he, he has a like hurricane that's just hit Houston or the. Texas. To, no, no, Texas. So it's Houston, Texas, and the flood and everything over there. No, so no, it's Texas. Just Texas, <laughs> Texas, baby. America. America. <laughs> Texas left. Uh, so JJ Watt, who is uh, a pl- football player from the the Texans, the football side, uh, he's his charity. He's saying we. What's what's the Houston? Houston. Yeah, we're guaranteed. Houston Texans. Houston Texans. <laughs> we, and J- J- correct. J- JJ Watt is phenomenal. Plays both sides of the fucking ball, like a defense and attack. He's fucking amazing. But he's raised his fund. He's got up to one point five million. His next goal is two million for this fund. He's saying, I, what we're going to do is guarantee the. The maximum amount of money is going to go to the actual people you're donating to, not just we're going to donate and then X amount of dollars is going to go to the staff because it's not yeah. not not for profit organisation. That, that, that's blah, blah, blah. what I've always thought, though, as in just celebrities or sports people in general. Have you seen that Schwarzenegger video? And it, he does the steps of being successful and what you should do. No, it's pretty good. Um, fuck, sort of ages ago. I, I can't quote it, but he um. Damn. One one of those steps is give back. So once you've made your success, then give back to your fucking community. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not fucking famous and successful, and I don't know what it's like to have hundreds of millions of dollars. But I think at some point in your fucking life, if you were a normal human being like us, yeah. like you're doing your thing and then you become fucking successful. You've enough money. Yeah. You don't need all that. You mm. can you can support your family, you can support your lifestyle, mm-hmm. and all that shit, and then you have all this fucking bank. Why aren't you then supporting your community and 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 doing mm-hmm. something for them? So one of his steps is saying that you should fucking you should give back to your community, which is true. It's like like actors, like fuck off actors. Actors are just people who say fucking yeah. Who know? <laughs> 
I'm not sure who it is. It's a comedian or something. It's just like actors are just people who say fucking lines. They just read a fucking script. They do yeah. it well, but they get paid these... Like, that's the most ridiculous job in the world. Like, in the arts world. So, you, you read a script, you do it fucking well, and you get paid these hundreds of millions, and you're, and you're, and you're the biggest celebrities of all time. But I think that money is deserved. If you're bringing money in, oh, you yeah, deserve no, no, money no, out. no, no, no. Yeah, you're bringing money in, of course. But... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they do. This is this is an uneducated no. opinion. But what I'm saying is, like, who the fuck is is supporting something? You know, like, if you get a hundred million dollars from a movie, I thought well, was Keanu Reeves fucking donated like most of his Matrix from money. The Matrix money to the back, to back, the staff. Back to the, the back to the fucking staff. Yeah, to the that's that's fucking to the rad. Friggin' runners and the gaffers you know, like, like, and like, the cameramen like, and like things like that. I think you should you should bring it. Bring it back. Like, if you got that much fucking money that you don't even know what to do with, fucking give some money back. You got, you got, mm-hmm. oh, so, so like the Today Show. They had fucking, um, they gave $100,000 away to some dude who entered his phone. Yeah, yeah, hello, I wake up with Today. And, and then, and then, the, and then, and then the next fucking week, they were asking people to donate money. Like the, give, like give some of that money. Like, like, like the general public. It's like, one of you guys give a hundred fucking thousand. To the charity that you're supporting. Yeah. It's odd to me. But it's just, that's what you want to know, that you walk around, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, that that if I give you money, I don't want to give you my fucking credit card details, I want to give you this $10 note I've got, but I want to make sure that $10 note goes and buys fucking water, fucking You rice. want to see where it goes. Maybe, maybe there should be a fucking app or a charity where it goes, it goes directly and to you that see person. your fucking dollar go to the, yeah, to to the person. person's fucking yeah. thing. And that's gone as fucking Senjut who needs an actual fucking fucking roof over his head yeah. and that's helped patch that up and he's got fresh drinking water or whatnot. Yeah. Million yeah, dollar idea. Up, well, well, I mean, I take 99% of that money. Well, we, get, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we actually get 10% of everything Elon Musk does. But, dude, I think... Today has been one of my favourite conversations we've had. You know, you know why? Because we're fucking best mates. <laughs> it's like it's just easy. It's just it's chat. odd. And you know what's the weirdest thing is like riding out here is like, um, it's, it's like at the start you're like this is fucking. We've got this big fucking black mic in front of me. It's like it's a drive like <laughs> Shaquille and Neil standing in front of Jay, <laughs> yeah. holding a microphone. He is a bit like we that. We got, got Shaquille <laughs> in the house. Um, it's it's so weird. Like like. Riding out here for an hour and a bit, just in my own fucking head, like, like thinking about conversations we're going to have with me best mates. Yet we have these conversations all the fucking time. But yet thinking of like, oh, what do I say or what do I have to say? It's it's, it's so fucking weird, but it's it's rad. I lo- I'd like to come back. You do. We'll dude, definitely never back. Back. Yeah, never back. Yeah, yeah. We'll have you back. <laughs> <laughs> where can where can people hit up and see some of your art at Fizz? Oh yeah, so um, it's J Smith Tattoo um, on Instagram, just all one fucking thing. Um, just J Smith on Facebook, but Facebook's a bit redundant these days. And we've got your clothes as well. Oh, that's I man, that's just that's just my clothing. It's just Jake, if you I watch like, it, if you watch YouTube, you'll see me in the J Smith I'd, Tattoo I'd like, most I'd, episodes. Yeah, I'd like to plug um, the Shopper Workout, which is Ocean Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, in Miranda, it's um, South Sydney near Cronulla. We've got some amazing artists there. We do fucking rad jobs, and it's a fucking awesome place to work. And there are a bunch of guys do that. My man, (laughs) thank you so much for coming in, brother. Let's go have another wine. Sean Dwyer, we're going to have another one for you. We'll chat later. (laughs) 
Death. Let's be touching on it. We're out. Peace. You.